Hello and welcome to Abnormal Mapping, episode 127. I'm your host, Em, and with me is a guest. Hello! Would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah. Hi, I'm Kim. Uh, I like fate. There, there we go. <laughs> um, no Jackson. Jackson would not deign to play something like fate. Yet. Uh, my, que Yet. my quest continues. Okay. Um, we're here to do, uh, yeah, I guess, like, look, this is abnormal mapping. Um, we'll get to the game club. What have you been playing, Kim? Oh, uh, well, there's a little number called Elden Ring. That's okay, I guess. You, you're, like, the most down person on Elden Ring I've seen. Without being, like, weird and, it, like, you have not constructed, like, phrenology for UI design to describe why fate, uh, fate, why Elden Ring is bad. <laughs> but there are people online using, uh... <laughs> weird ui race science to say why elden ring is bad you can just dislike a game it's fine yeah no i don't know i just wish it was littler that's that's all i got i just i i like when things are like tight enclosed spaces i, I like the uh, i like a lot of there's like dungeons and stuff that like are good and like mm -hmm. long and like intertwining and stuff but every time i go into like one of those like little overworld dungeons i'm just like ugh, ugh. Ugh. Yeah, I know. I know Dia like the dungeons specifically. Mm -hmm. I've been pretty tuned out on Elden Ring because I don't really care about Souls games that much. Um, it's all right, but it's, it's all right. I don't know. I, I I've been playing a wizard. I like spells. You know, you can't can't mm -hmm. go wrong with a good spell. So, uh, mm -hmm. I've also been playing a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh Master Duel just with like with friends and stuff. I like. Is that like uh? I don't actually know what that is. Is that like the online like you just yeah buy the cards and play the yeah? Card it's, game game? it's basically just uh like you just play you get like starter packs and there's like uh you randomly get card packs and stuff uh at the start of the game it, there's like a pretty good like card rates and stuff so, so i managed to get like two decks i was kind of interested in but then it pretty much dries up oh uh, that's a shame mm -hmm. but it, it's fun once if you you have to go in like knowing what you want to do because if you just like fuck around then you're just going to be like stuck yeah i don't actually know anything about Yu-Gi-Oh uh pot of greed that's all i've got yeah pot of greed uh that's a chaotic card it, the it's it's a chaos game like a lot a lot of like the competitive stuff like in, in the game is just like oh this guy's gonna beat me in one turn before i get to do anything or whatever and that's basically everyone's goal you just want to win in the first turn mm -hmm. uh but i like it i like it a lot i play i'm playing like an older deck that's like kind of it, it's okay it, it's it's doing good it got me off the platinum for a bit but uh uh elemental heroes they're cool i like them mm -hmm. um other than that what video oh uh i've been playing Higg uh higginbana which is another visual novel that's like uh by the same guy who wrote umineko and higurashi it's like a lot smaller but uh okay i was like i've never heard of this no one. yeah it's uh it's uh it used to be on the it used to you used to be able to buy it officially but i think like the license expired or whatever so you have to kind of like look around but uh i like it i it's it's like very immediately like it, it feels like a very much more compact umineko like it's like oh this is just like immediately jumping into the stuff that umineko like built towards for like like i don't know two chapters or something and it's like wow all right he heavy stuff mm. but I, I like it a lot I, I like the writing style uh I, I like umineko a lot so yeah okay this is apparently a manga that was then turned into a game oh i don't i didn't know that i just uh, the manga came out in 20 started coming out in 2010 mm -hmm. and the game came out while the, the manga was running interesting i had no idea about that uh yeah very cool 
I, I just picked it up at random. I just saw like a post about it and I'm like, yeah, sure. I could I could play a little visual novel. This cover just looks like it's a creepy doll. Yeah, is, yeah. Is this it's an about, actual doll? Yeah, it's about like seven like haunted like yokai in a school and one of them is like a, a like porcelain doll in the nurse's office and she's like a okay she's like a girl and it's like a character that talks and stuff it's cool um at some point like i'm going to play a yukishi game i just don't know where that's going to start uh it's probably like higurashi like yeah, let's be real yeah. but it's it seems like such a big undertaking i i don't really like higurashi but like yeah, it's big. It's it's bigger than I, I actually don't know how it compares to Umineko, but they're both huge. That like I've been yeah, Umineko took me so long. It ugh, oof. It, they're, they're, the games are too long. But uh, I don't know. I I tried Higurashi. I bounced off of it like pretty hard, like late in like the second chapter maybe. But like okay, I liked Umineko a lot enough to like stick with it. But it was also like in fits and starts but i did always have like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna come back to this if i if i took a break mm -hmm. yeah there's been some we'll, we'll, you know we'll talk about it at the end mm -hmm. i guess okay. i don't know there's a question that i think we can bring this stuff up okay but i've been thinking about where my next visual novels adventures will take me mm -hmm. um after hollow axia you know yeah I gotta, yeah I gotta yeah yeah, yeah 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 that's that's this is this is the prequel <laughs> to hollow Ataraxia. it's Anyway, yeah. um, I've been playing, uh, I've just been kind of playing some, uh, rhythm games lately. Mm -hmm. Um, you were playing the, the, the Miku phone game. Yeah. The Project Sekai. Yeah. And I downloaded it and I was like, this is, this is fine. I'm mm -hmm. enjoying myself. But like, I already play a lot of like, uh, Future Tone on PS4, yeah, PS5. Yeah, yeah. And I, so I've gotten my Miku, it's scratched there. Um, but it did just remind me that like, oh, I should just download Love Live. And I downloaded Love Live. <laughs> Um, the old one, not the new one, mm -hmm. um, and played a little bit of that. And then I just kind of went on this like weird odyssey of remembering all of the, the rhythm games that I enjoy. Um, and so I've been playing like some Taiko, which, um, Switch has really just become Taiko's like home, like base for where the That's releases the... are. Cause I, I loaded up the Taiko, uh, drum master, like drum and fun, I think mm -hmm. is the actual the title of the game. Um. There's so much more DLC than there was the last time I looked at that, like two years ago. I was scrolling down and I'm like, oh no, they just went all in. This is where Tycho lives now, which is fine. It's a great platform for it. Mm -hmm. um, but I played some Tycho. Uh, I played some Demo, which I had bought the Switch version of, which is like, it's, th this was a mobile game. Yeah, I've, I haven't um, heard of this. So it, it was a mobile game originally, um, and it's all piano tracks. Okay. Um, like they get like... They cross a bunch of genres, but particularly the piano text. And it, it's like attached to the story of like this girl who's taken in by this like tall specter creature. Kind of looks Ooh. like a Slender Man, but he's all like in black, like almost like a stick figure, but a Slender Man. Yeah. Um, and he's very kind and he tries to help her. And as you do better in the song, this tree grows in his like underground lair. And that tree is going to be the way she escapes back up to the the, the world outside or whatever. That's, that's pretty um, sick. And it's like it's like a nice little storybook because mm -hmm. you play these piano songs as a fun game but um the company that did these it's like this it's like vose um Cytus, i think um put out switch versions a couple years back that were just pay the 30 dollars and get the entire thing um mm -hmm. which is a great way to play a phone game where like they're selling song packs yeah right? like for me anyway like i'm like yeah i'd rather do that than have to like piecemeal the whole thing together um and so i've been playing some of that and that's real that's good fun because it's just like a it's just like a single bar across the bottom you hit the notes mm -hmm. sort of thing right yeah um but it's driven by touchscreen switch is great for that um 
just being kind of a shitty Android phone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then the ultimate version of this is I got into Sound Voltex. Uh, um, do you know what Sound Voltex is? You know what? The it sounds familiar. Like I've heard the words before. I don't. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head though. Okay, so Sound Voltex is mostly an arcade game. Um, I'm gonna show you like people playing the arcade board. Um, but there, there's a there's a YouTube channel I follow. Um, where uh, it's just stuff about um, oh damn. It's just stuff about like rhythm games. Uh, uh, Tokaku, uh, she does great stuff, and she was showing off a like a project that you could get from this person who's just making them like handmade, three D printed uh, Pico Voltex controllers. Mm. And it wasn't that expensive. And I was like, I've always wanted to play this game, but it's one that really <laughs> relies on getting a big controller. Yeah. It's got it's got six buttons and two yeah, I'm, knobs. I'm looking that you have at it. Yeah, this is a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so this thing was like affordable compared to the, uh, big ones. And I was like, you know, and there's like a PC, there's like an official Japanese PC release, um, that you can get mm -hmm. where you, you have to pay a subscription and then buy the song packs. Okay. Um, and it's like, it's like the worst it's, it, cause it, you know, it's, it's tied into like an arcade yeah, thing yeah, where people yeah. are going and paying a bunch of money to arcades. Um, that's not what I'm interested in. There's a, there's a clone of this thing that you can just get. Mm. If you just look for sound Voltex clone, yeah. uh, that you download the prior, not the most current game, but everyone else's song packs, just dump them in. Everyone's charted them out and you can just play it. That, um, doesn't look as nice, but it doesn't matter. It, no, it, yeah. The lights flash and you can play it on your PC. Hell yeah. Um, and uh, so I've been getting into that and just having a great time with that. It's been good fun. That's that's really good. I, I've mostly just been getting more into rhythm games, just like watching my boyfriend play them and stuff, because he's like mm -hmm. more into that space than me. But like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I've been playing. I've been messing around with like Muse Dash way more than I used to. And uh, Muse Dash is really cool. Yeah, I like it a lot. Uh, I tried out Unbeatable, that like uh, uh -huh. indie one. That's yeah, like the demo thing. That's pretty neat. Mm -hmm. It's it's a little bit over my head because it's like double Muse Dash like at once, but. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, it's coming at you from both sides. But uh, they're both mm -hmm. really cool. I, I don't know. I just want to play more rhythm games. Project Sekai is just like very easy to like pull a phone out like when I'm doing like when I'm waiting yeah, for absolutely. something and just like pop a few songs off. Yeah, the thing about Miku that's good is like once you're into Miku, mm -hmm. you know most of the songs because they reuse all, you know, oh, most I, of the songs I've, are bangers been, that have been in Miku I've been for so into ever. Miku forever. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So um, it just always has songs you know that you like mm -hmm. and can listen to and have a great time yeah. with. So um it's good it's nice just like i feel like it's weird because like you know all the plastic guitar games in the west died um but especially because of mobile um the pricing structures on those are always fucked mm -hmm. like i load up the mika game and it's like oh right they all these want like a monthly subscription now yeah. to get like the the fake battle pass they've got which sucks yeah. i don't want to do that no. um but um like the, the actual if you just want to play some music and don't care about your scores yeah like um it's great. The stuff's awesome. God, um, yeah. You can still get full combos. Mm -hmm. Your scores is shit because you haven't pulled the SSR Miku. Yeah, God, like, it's all absurd. The Project Sekai, it's like you can't get above like a C rank if you don't have like yes. SSRs. It's like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. Uh, that You just got to let it go mm -hmm. if you want to yeah, play a no. mobile I'm full, version I'm full comboing extra, extra yeah. songs. I'm feeling good. Yeah. 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 Uh, great time. Mm -hmm. It's just nice to see this space thrive and there's a lot of indie stuff. Yeah. Um, it's good. All right. With that, I guess we should get to our game club.
Our Game Club this month is the visual novel Fate Stay Night, uh, developed by Tight Moon. Uh, this came out originally in Japan on Windows in 2004. Um, the version that I played was the the weird amalgam version that I feel like everyone's playing yep. these days. Yep. That is like pieced together by fans of like it's got like the PSP intro in it and it's got all the voice acting from the later releases. You can um, switch between the different music tracks and like the different yes, versions. There's a lot going yeah. on with that. It's it's so <laughs> finely tuned. It it's 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 almost scary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um would you like to briefly describe the story of Fate Stay Night? Oh God. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's right. Oh my Where do I okay. Uh I'll try. It's <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't know how anyone would do this. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to even think of where to start. Like, okay. Uh, I can just do it if you don't. No, I. I. I want to. I want to try. I. I. I, okay. I. My courage is building. Uh, okay. Uh, Rin Rin Tosica is the mm -hmm. heir. The heir of a long line of. Magi, magi which are like mm -hmm. wizards like very powerful wizards in fuyuki city uh and she is going to be a member of a secret uh a secret war called the holy grail war where seven people duel it out with uh servants they summon from history uh to get to acquire the Holy Grail, which grants a single wish to the winner and their servant. Uh, asterisk. <laughs> uh, uh, immediately you're like, wait, that's two wishes then. Yeah, huh? yeah. But uh, she she's going to have a lovely time of this. She doesn't she doesn't have a wish specifically. She just wants to win. Uh, but she uh, she conducts the ritual to summon the strongest servant, Saber. Uh, but she fucks it up because she got the time wrong and summons a guy she's never heard of who doesn't have his memory and he's just, he fucks up her, her living room. Uh, and they get, they get along swell. Uh, then and enter Shiro Emiya, the true main boy, unfortunately not Rin, uh, who is the prospective guy who just kind of was raised by a wizard who was kind of a shitty wizard, didn't teach Shiro anything, didn't want to teach him magic, didn't really have any... He was kind of secretive, kind of out of it. Uh, Shiro uh, accidentally summons Saber after he, he nearly died. He accidentally summons Saber, meets up with Rin. Rin gets mad at him. Uh, th that happens a lot. Uh, God, this is this is nonsense, but like... They, they fights happen. A lot of fights happen. He summons Saber, yes. who's lovely, and they get into a variety of fights across a variety of routes. And yes, Sakura's there for a while. It takes so long for her to be important, but she's there and she's lovely. <laughs> Knowing that, like, just hadn't seen the icons. I mean, like, a oh, third route's the Sakura route. It's like, why? <laughs> Who gives a shit about Sakura? Yeah, that's kind of the point. <laughs> it, it's so. It's they really do just like let you see her at the beginning and then as it like shifts into like okay shiro sends everyone he cares about away so they don't get hurt by the fucked up war and then it's just him rin saber and archer for like most of it yeah 
Uh, so it, it's a lot of him and Rin teamed up fighting the other masters. Uh, the seven classes are Saber, Caster, Archer, uh, Berserker, Ca- uh, God, I should have done these in like order. I should have. Rider, Rider Assassin. Assassin. And we're missing one. We are Lancer. Lancer. My, I couldn't believe I forgot Lancer. So <laughs> they fight other mages that have summoned these characters from history mm-hmm. uh, that use titles to hide their true names and all their like true powers. So they have a leg up on the other teams. Uh, they kill some of them, almost get killed repeatedly. Uh, Shiro's a really bad wizard, but uh, he he tries his best and Saber's the best. So they win. Uh I don't really know where to go from from there. Like no, no, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, they um, win. Yeah, uh, you know, the, the very, there's three main routes. There's Fate route, uh, would not to be confused with the full game Fate Stay Night, mm-hmm. but we will just be referring to it as Fate. Yeah. There's Limited Blade Works, the second route, and then there's Heaven's Feel, the third route. Mm-hmm. Um, that are honestly three different games aside yeah. from the first couple days. Completely. Um, Fate Root is mostly about uh, Saber and Shiro's, like, increasingly complicated relationship as it's mm-hmm. revealed that... Full spoilers, by the way. Yeah. If you're, like, listening to this and for some reason you don't listen to other thing, <laughs> we normally just talk about the games. We are going to be talking about the spoilers here, so... Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, um, it's revealed that uh, Saber is King Arthur, who was a young woman who pulled the sword from the stone, and King's a king, so everyone just kind of went with it, and... Uh, her whole thing is unlike everyone else who died and then because they were great in history got put in the like tank to be a servant. She made a deal where she, at, with her dying breath at, before she died, she would agree to be a servant with the idea that when she gets the grail, she could go back and pick a better king than her because she failed. The most like mm-hmm. I love a it's good king tragic thing yeah. in the world. Yes, tragic, doomed idea of what like leadership should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shiro trying to be like, but we're in love. What if you just stayed here? And she's like, but my kingdom, yeah. my <laughs> land. Um, and it it's great. I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but it's mostly about their relationship. Um, Shiro's like, it's still there. We could just go. Yeah, and she's like, that's not the same thing. <laughs> it's the thing I want's been dead for fifteen hundred years. <laughs> Um, and then uh, Unlimited Blade Works is uh, the route where Shiro ends up with Rin, who is the the Sundari mage who rules. Everybody mm-hmm. likes Everyone Rin. loves Rin. Um, and uh, it's mostly about him understanding. So his whole thing is that he wants to be a superhero because his evil adopted dad instilled upon him the best thing he could want to do is be a superhero and save people. Liter- um, literally, like, Shiro was like, I, I want to be I want to be a hero when I grow up. Dad. And his dad's like, OK, do that. And then he immediately dies. <laughs> yes. Um, and so Shiro's just imprinted this idea that he has to be the person who saves people. And uh, Rin's servant, the mysterious archer that no one really knows what his deal is, is revealed to be Shiro from a future where he achieved what he wanted. He developed his magic. He became a powerful uh, magus. Yeah, he he has this thing called Unlimited Blade Works where he can summon just infinite swords from like a world that exists in his mind. Every sword um, he's ever seen, he can just create it. Yes. Yes. Um, and he became a hero and it was miserable because a hero is a person who decides who lives and who dies. And Shiro is a nice boy who just wants everyone to be okay. Yeah, Archer, and those two things are yeah. fundamentally <laughs> incompatible. Archer is the most pathetic, like, just like utterly dead inside guy in a, in a, in a visual novel. that's full of guys who are dead inside. 
Yeah, and his goal is to stop Shiro from taking this path because it's the worst thing that ever happened to anyone. Yeah, he's like, I, I made mind. I made this wrong choice, so I'm gonna kill another version of me so that even if like I don't get fixed, at least this version of me won't like suck forever. Yeah. This route has two endings. Mm-hmm. Um in in one, uh Shiro and Saber move in with Rin to be like their hangout bros. Yeah. Like a wizard apprentice kind of deal. Yes. Um, but in the other one, uh, Shiro basically like listens to everyone yell at him. This is like the textual one. Listens to everyone yell at him that it's wrong to be a hero, and then steps up and is a hero and gets everything he wants. Uh-huh. Asterisk. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's miserable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's dark. It's it's, it's bad. so it's fucked rough. up. It's like this. It's like the most depressing ending in the world. Um, then Heavens Feel the third route. Throws all this way. It doesn't matter. No. Uh, his, his The friend of Shiro's who's, who's grown up with, Sakura, who mostly has just been around to be like... She's pleasant. This She's is like nice. a character archetype I, I just don't like as like the, the childhood friend who clearly has a huge crush on the main character, but is like just willing to be walked on at all times. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is... Um, and I was like, oh, she sucks. I can't wait. I don't want to listen to a whole route about her. And you know what? They did the work. Um, they but did, they the this work. is about where she secretly has been like the project of the one of the ancient like magic families to become like the, the grail itself. Um, by her whole life, she has been like trained through like violence, both like physical abuse and like sexual assault. Uh, this is a this is a dark game mm-hmm. for the record um, <laughs> to have this magical capacity that outstrips everyone else um and she mostly just like resigned herself to this fate until she met shiro and loves him as like the one shining good thing in her life um but the war is taking that away and you know her magical powers are coming to fruition so it kind of drives her crazy a little bit Mm -hmm. um and shiro has decided that his the crystallization of his goal to be a superhero um is also to save Sakura, but if Sakura is evil, how can he be a superhero who saves people from the evil thing and immediately is in like a fundamental crisis about what that means? Um, and this is the route where like everything, everything gets kind of as falls dark apart. as it can yeah. and everything falls apart. And then uh, he learns that he has to like, like fundamentally just human connection is more important than your ideals. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, fuck, I gotta um, be a person. And he uh, saves Sakura from uh, her evil magic and herself. We'll talk about it because that's complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like a time skip a couple years later yeah. where Rin comes back and is like, oh, you're okay now. You're both just like normal people. And it's like, yeah, we're, we're working through it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I assume that this is like the canonical ending of Fate Stay Night that everything riffs on. But I guess I don't know. Uh, that's the that's that's the question, ain't it? A lot of fate okay. stuff just branches off, and a lot of it's very vague. Like for the most part, like after these kids go through their shit, almost everything is like, we're just gonna leave like this this town alone. We're not really gonna dive into like Rin shows up a few times, but it's always very vague about like what state she's what in. Happened? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I guess I guess that must mean that um, Hollow Ataraxia is a whole different thing. Hollow Ataraxia is weird. Weird as hell. Okay. It's neat. I okay. I don't actually know. I've heard that there's like a time loop and that's all I know. Mm-hmm. So. The the hollow ataraxia thing is it's like a weird. It's four days just repeating, but like uh-huh. it is a weird mashed result of a lot of possible outcomes from. Okay. It is like 
an idealized, weirdly perfect ending where everybody survived. Every every master, every servant is still kicking around, except for Kyrie Kotomine, uh, and they're just chilling. Uh I love the idea. Everyone makes it except Kotomine, who's in hell, where he deserves. Yep. Does not show up at all, but uh beautiful. Yeah, it's it's really good. But it, it's it's weird because it is just like this impossible, like Shira got what he wanted, he won, and everyone's sticking around and chill now. Asterisk. Man, this is like the perfect Star Trek episode version of Fate in My Heart, so I bet I'll love this. It's so good. It's so good. All right. Well, I'll play it eventually, yeah. uh, but we're mostly here to talk yeah. about Fate. No, so that's all. Um, I guess a bit of background as to how why I've, I played this. I have been slowly trying to work through the the, the entire works of uh, Gan Urobuchi, who um, wrote Madoka Magica um, and Psychopaths, anime that I love. Some good, uh, some good stuff. Thunderbolt Fantasy. You know, I, I, um, I have it downloaded. I didn't mean to watch it. And uh, one of the things there is that he wrote the light novel Fate Zero, which is a prequel to Fate Stay Night. Mm -hmm. um, came out after the fact. He's a friend of Nasu, the guy who wrote Fate Stay Night. Um, hangs out his house. They're, yeah. they're part of a they're part of a D and D game that's like infamous, I guess. Yeah, um, uh, I don't the <laughs> the artist of Fate also is like a part of that, yes. and it's like there's a lot of ideas that carried over into Fate and stuff and other type mood works from the tabletop yeah. stuff. Yeah. But being me and, you know, everyone who's watches the project knows, mm -hmm. um, I got to go in order. That's just who I yeah. am. <laughs> but the You're problem twisted. is fate is fate is infamously a 60 hour visual novel <laughs> um, or there's like three different anime adaptations, all of which are kind of imperfect. Mm -hmm. Um, because they only adapt one route, and like the first route, Fate doesn't. It as lies. far as I can tell, people say the anime is like a different thing. No, right? yeah, it completely. It's it's off the walls. I have no idea what like the conceit there was, but it's not. It's not Fate. Okay, that's interesting. It's, At some point, I'm I'm on this train enough that I'll probably watch. No, all yeah, the I, I think I think they're all interesting this. enough to watch, but like that's that's a weird one. Okay. Um, but so it was like, oh, the visual novel and you were my friend who's into fate. I like it. That's yeah. yeah. Um, and so I was like, uh, originally last year you were going to explain to me the plot of fate. Uh huh. Cause I, I loaded it up when I was unemployed last year, mm -hmm. briefly in the summer and I played the opening. I'm like, oh, you get to play as this cool, oh, uh, so magic sorry. girl. And it's going to be like an Otome game or whatever. Uh -huh. Um, I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't really know that much about fate. So um, and then it goes to the world's dumbest boy uh -huh. and you're like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. 60 hours of this. Really? <laughs> that's, that's, that's the usual arc of fate. I, I got hit by the exact same thing when I played it in like, God, I don't know, like 2020 or something. It's just like, mm -hmm. Oh God, I, I Rin's so good. I really wish, ah, in a, in a better world. Uh, yeah, because it those first two uh, two hours or so really open on her, she's gonna hang out with this shitty guy who's kind of hot but kind of a dirtbag, mm -hmm. and that it's gonna be about them as a couple, and it's just not. <laughs> no, not no. It's just not, not what fate all. is about at all. <laughs> um, but um. So yeah, I and then uh, you were going to explain fate to me, and then we just never got around to it. <laughs> no, I kind of, I don't know. I I would have been up for it, but also I was just like, uh, I was like, that was probably like when I was most like intensively like doing college stuff and like was the busiest. But like also yeah, like, and I just hadn't pressed it. Yeah, like, I could have no, pressed it and probably got it done. Also, but, yeah, that too. Um, 
you know, I'd working on other mm-hmm. stuff and then uh, whatever. And so I was like, just like a couple weeks ago, it was when we were doing our beach house on Bacano. Um, I I was introduced the idea of strange fake. That's what it's called, yep. right? Yeah, and I didn't know that existed, and I was like, "What the fuck? I should just do, do Fate." And literally, as we were recording the episode, I re-downloaded mm-hmm. uh, Fate because I had taken it off my computer. That's how much I wasn't going to play yeah. Fate. Re-downloaded it, and then just did it. Just started yeah. it, and here we are a month later, and I finished Fate Stay Night. Uh, I, uh, it took me like thirty-seven hours, not sixty, but I'll be honest, I skimmed a lot of the combat because I don't no, find it particularly that's, interesting. That's kind of the right way to go about it. It's uh, there all the all the adaptations. Like the main thing that they focus on is like the big fights. They like the Heaven's yeah. movies like devote so much more time to the big fights than like any of the actual like story. Like mm-hmm. that is where the that's where the budget goes. That's what people show up for. So like you can just like watch it in very pretty animation somewhere else. Yeah, because like my experience with fate is it's a story about how every day um, a girl who bullies you and a girl who kind of pities you and the dumbest boy <laughs> in the world sit down and cook <laughs> breakfast and lunch. And then at night, horrible things happen to all of them. It's so good. It so so much more important than like any of the fights or anything is the fact that like every single day, Shiro like claps his hands. together. He's like, OK, I'm going to make breakfast, lunch and dinner for these idiots. And. Well, yeah, a, a lot of it is like arguing over who's going to cook yeah, what God, when and they, what kind of food they're going to make. It's so good. There's so much like devote. Like Saber can't cook, but loves to eat. Yes, loves loves food. Yes, because uh, you know they didn't have any. They didn't have food in like early like Arthurian Britain. They had like yeah, <laughs> and so like they all have different like cooking specialties. Like uh, Sakura's good at like Chinese, and like Rin's good. No, uh, I, I think I'm mixing it up, but like Rin's good at yeah, Rin's good at Chinese. Rin's good at Chinese, like uh, Saber's uh, good at like uh, like Japanese cooking, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, but like they all have to, like there's there's a, there's a spinoff cooking show, and it's just like canonical like content, like it is yeah, just like uh, watching yeah watching this, I was like oh I or reading this, I was like I I understand why there's a cooking show no because yeah absolutely the thing about this is like. So much of why I liked, ended up really liking Fate, mm. uh, Fate Route specifically is like all about this. Yeah. Um, is that it's just about like this domestic, like almost slice of life, but then everyone's, everyone's got to go fight in the war and like it's miserable and like bloody and violent mm-hmm. and people die and it sucks. Yeah. It, it's so <laughs> But good. every morning you need breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the cooking spinoff is so good. Like Emmy Gohan's just like amazing. I'm really excited. If I'm going in order after this, it's like very low. It's like the, very far down my list. Of the the thing is, uh, from Fate Stay Night, like you can just branch off anywhere. Like a lot of the stuff uses yeah. it as the core, but like very little like directly like follows up on like anything else. But uh, okay. uh, the cooking show also uh, just like steals a bunch of scenes from Hollow Ataraxia that are like really good, okay. which, is, so, which is very well, funny. Well, I mean, Hollow Ataraxia will be next. Yeah. So. Okay. So yeah, that's just in the way first but like that's just uh, yeah. a funny thing where it's like oh these slice of life scenes are so good we're just gonna like take those that's that's nice that's good i'm excited for that mm-hmm. um see it's weird i ended up because i'm me and the thing i like is like when a, i like it when a king is sad about what it means to rule a nation uh, yeah i um, i know this about you <laughs> fate root ended up being like the one that i really latched on it's so good i like i like um, it a lot yeah, um, and, like, I'm not, like, I think Shiro and Saber are interesting, like, as a pair. Mm-hmm. Um, of the three pairs, I think it's the one that has, like, the most meat on the bones. Yeah. Um, in that they both have the same ideals, mm-hmm. but they go about it in such opposite ways. Yeah, um, like, Saber's, like, uh, Saber's, like, very, like, brunt. She's always, like, the one, like, pushing Shiro into, like, action, into, like, actually, like, yes. stepping up and doing stuff. And Sh- Saber's, uh, Shiro's, like, way more passive. Like, he's more, like... yes 
if stuff comes to me, I'm going to deal with it. But I'm just like helping people that are like in front of me and not really going out of my way to really do anything special. Yeah. Yeah. And that ended up really working for me. Um, I would say, I would say like the romances in this game are not like the the greatest thing in the world to me. Like they're all very like teenage high drama mm-hmm. stuff and it's fine. I, I, I um, think, I think heavens, heavens feels like pretty, like I, I, I feel like it's obvious that that one's my favorite, but like. I don't know. I like soccer mm. a lot. I like I like her and Shiro a lot, and they're they're just fun. I I, I like the, I like them very much. They're both fucked up. Yeah. Um. But the thing about being like really into Saber and, and Fate being the first route is Saber's barely a character. <laughs> no. The game. No. They get her out of the way real fast. <laughs> and it's funny because like going into Fate, one of the things I knew about it is oh King Arthur's this blonde girl and she's the she's the like she's the face. centerpiece of Fate. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Um, barely matters. No. <laughs> um, which is fine, I guess, ultimately. Uh, but, it, it's um, the same way that, uh, her, like, fucked up goth self shows up for ten minutes when also, yes. also an incredibly major, like, selling point of every figure, every, every show. Yeah, I, like, I'd heard of Saber Alter, and she's basically not a character. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't remember if it was, like, you or Ina reading Fate, but they were like, oh, dang, I, I saw this, like, Saber Alter thing, and I thought she'd show up in Fate, but I guess, I guess it's just, like, a spinoff, like, Fate Grand Order thing or whatever. And I, was, I think I said that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, Alters must not be in this, because I'm, like, halfway into Heaven yeah. still, and it hasn't <laughs> happened yet. Um. It, it was so, it was so funny. Like, just, I, I love, I loved sitting on things, as you just, like, were like, oh, Ilya sucks, and I was like, okay. Yeah, I said at the beginning, so Ilya, we haven't really talked no, about, is, like, this little girl character who's like like vaguely german aristocracy right mm-hmm. <laughs> um and uh she's one of the uh masters and her her servant is uh hercules who's berserker which means he's, he's just this driven towering in, like, a war like, rage roaring yes. creature just like with a massive yeah. like axe sword thing it's just like a trunk um and so, so this is in, the thing about fate is um, it has a bunch of like ends, like bad ends. Yeah. And I, I asked you early on, do I need to see any of them? And you were like, some of them are interesting, but no, not really. You can just kind of mm-hmm. play the video game. And skip I, I meant to um, I meant to point out uh, one of the hollow ataraxia, uh, not hollow, the heavens feel bad endings to you. But uh, I miss I missed the chance. I was like napping on it. But which one? Uh, there's the point where Shiro chooses whether to be, be a superhero or to like uh abandon his ideals and save sakura like the specific like mm-hmm. point where Kotemine, uh kotamine asked him to uh the mm-hmm. the bad endings like very interesting because it's just like it just cuts away from shiro and it's just Kot- uh kotamine going oh yeah he's just like his dad he's just gonna win he's just gonna kill everybody and like win the war and it's like this very like very bleak it's it's not that far from like fucking uh the unlimited blade works like true or whatever but it's just it, it's it's like kotamine okay, just like reveling in it um, there was one, I think I saw cause of the walkthrough, I was like, it was like, you should look at this one, but I don't remember what it was now off the top of my head. But the, so the, I, I didn't, I was looking, I was using like a walkthrough mm-hmm. just for the choice cause I didn't want to mess with that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, which means I never saw a tiger dojo. I don't know what they are. They're there. It's just, uh, it's just Taiga and Ilya just like talking about like, oh, you, sh- you shouldn't have done this. This, this is Saber's okay. route. You shouldn't have chosen to hang out with Rin or like whatever. Okay, because uh, yeah, they say there are hints, but then like the language made it seem like you would lose something if you picked them. It was like there are some there are some like graphics that aren't available if you click this or whatever. Uh, I I don't really know what that means because like yeah, just like I, I I got a couple of them. I there's like a special scene you get if you get all of them, but like I didn't really care because mm-hmm. it's just most of the bad ends are just Shiro instantly like getting torn in half and like it's very gory yeah. and gross. So yeah, so the first the fir- the very first bad end I could get. 
I was like, I'm going to see what these are. Because mm-hmm. Kim said they weren't, you know, you know how I am. Yeah. I will listen to I you, know. but I do kind of want to see for myself. Um, but it's the one, like, right at the beginning where Shiro goes off on his own right after you meet Saber. Yeah. And you run across Berserker and Ilya. And Shiro literally gets cut in half and is, like, dragging his corpse across the street as Berserker He's, he's like, him. oh, there's all my internal organs out there. And it's like, oh, all right. <laughs> yes. Um, and then I was like, oh, Kim was right. I don't need to see any of these. But it also, like, really colors Ilya as just, like, the sicko character. Yeah, it's like, so I was funny. like, oh, she's the Joker. It's so funny. <laughs> um, and so I spent most of, like, the first two thirds of playing Fate Stay Night, the video game, going, there's this fucking Joker girl who sucks. <laughs> also. Um, and then she doesn't really do anything. Which is just not in, what her character is. Yeah, really. and she just doesn't do anything in Unlimited Blade Works, really. She just kind of gets yeah. killed off pretty early on, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, um but the 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 uh the stuff with her ends up being really good in, I, I love um, I love Ilya. She's one of the best. I was reading about it and apparently there was originally going to be a full Ilya yes. route which is like alarm bells for one. No, yeah. Uh a lot of these like fate was planned to be like so much bigger. Like there was supposed to be like mm-hmm. a rider route, a caster route and an Ilya route, like just like a ton of just like more meat on like all these servants that got, like get like a few cutscenes, like a few scenes to like describe themselves but really aren't the focus at all and like mm-hmm. that's that's unbearable that's impossible but yeah. uh, a lot of that did get like recontact like recut and like parsed down into hollow ataraxia so like there's a lot of like interesting Ilya stuff and like rider stuff in the future that i i really like but like okay yeah because uh, heaven's feel really goes like does a lot of work to make Ilya mm-hmm. more interesting um as she just becomes a bigger part of the story as like someone who is, she's like a homunculus who is constructed to be the grail um, by one of the families in a much more like normal way than Sakura, but mm-hmm. also a tragic way. Cause she is going to be like turned into an object yeah. that opens a door like her, and then disappear. Her mom was the grail in the last war and her dad's yes. the guy who adopted Shiro, who then just like abandoned her. Yes. And like, she's, and she's known this the whole time. Yeah. So she's like, Shiro is like my, is my younger brother, yeah. but I'm going to treat him like a big brother. Cause I'm a, I look like I'm six. Yeah. Um, ah. <laughs> uh. It's it's a really like it is it is is a relationship that if you look at it, it is just like, oh, this is this is awful. Like they're they're, fraught, lowly anime bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's so good. I I, yeah, it ends up really working. It's so incredible. I like so much of this like story just like treats Ilya so like warmly and just as like Mm -hmm. she's she's just this very sad kid. And it's very it's very sweet and pleasant. And I. I, I, I love Ilya a lot. She's like one of my favorite characters in Fate. She gets she gets this incredible um, dancing animation with her portraits. Mm-hmm. Um, when you spend time with her, she's just like twirls around and like her portrait only has like four different poses. But the way they like move it they across the screen. They just bounce them like, and like it's like more like yes. animated than anything else. It's so good. Yeah, it's really incredible. Like it's really striking that she gets this thing and it's like a great characterization because yeah, literally no one else gets movement like that. Yeah. Um, and I ended up really liking that stuff. And, you know, the way in which, like, she loses Berserker really early in um, in Heaven's Field. So she mm-hmm. just kind of hangs out with the yeah, people. Yeah, she, she doesn't um, have really uh, uh, a way to fight. So she, she yeah. was just, hang, just taking care of her. Yeah, uh, I ended up really, really like that character. Mm-hmm. It's very funny because I assume you knew that would happen. Uh, un- <laughs> undoubtedly, everyone, everyone loves it. Not, not to like the same level as Rin, but like everyone comes around to Ilya a little bit once she like yeah. hangs around and is just like a little scamp. Hmm. Um. But that's like the main. Oh, and then Sakura. It's weird because like I find that character archetype so bad mm-hmm. generally. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, just not not a thing I vibe with. I just yeah, don't think it's like, I get you. Um, but and then on top of that, she's the character who like just suffers. Like she's been she, tortured yeah. and like Every, and raped. She has and it's like miserable. this awful brother and like this awful yes. grandpa. And there's like a pit of worms she gets thrown into every day and it's like ugh, yes. just like the most like unbelievably like graphic like awful things happening to her like con- very consistently and yeah it's just like yeah and i think the, the story i think the story is like never not sympathetic towards her mm-hmm. but it, it's also a story that like enjoys when yeah. bad, like it depicts bad things happening as like part of the fun of playing the thing it, right? it, it really just like loves like digging its teeth into like scenes like that like way more than like yeah anything else like which yeah mm-hmm. which means you have like the world's most suffering young girl mm-hmm. here um and a story about her like you know her her immense mental fortitude finally crumbling is like her self-loathing and fear and like the magic inside her makes her evil briefly mm-hmm. um and you have to square that with the world's dumbest boy is going to save her and get her over it yeah and i think i like I know a lot of people think of, and you, you like Heaven's Feel mm-hmm. a lot. And like, um, I think fundamentally my, like my one problem with Heaven's Feel as a story is I think that like by setting up Sakura in this way, it ends up like doing a lot of work about like, th- this is what happens when you're, you're someone who's been a victim, um, who's like very depressed and mentally ill and has these problems. Um, and then the answer is you need an anime protagonist to come and like <laughs> love you and save you instantly. <laughs> yeah. And I think it kind of sucks. I think it's like, <laughs> Um, like fate, I like fate standard a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think as like a game overall, it's a, it's like very uninterested in like realities of what it is to no. be a person and like structures no, or like not. a story of like reflecting on is heroism good or bad. And sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad, but it's playing in like kind of the same framework as something like ping pong, which we've covered. on. It, like, it's a, a very like, whatever. uh, even for like these people that like are supposed to like represent like these like institutions and like these different like yes. generational things. It's very like zoomed in and like what it cares mm-hmm. about and like what it is actually talking about like it is not it is not going to say something about like oh like like it, it'll be like oh mage, mage society like fucks up every single kid that like it creates and like they're all like these depressed like little monsters and it's like it's not it doesn't actually that's way less important than the fact that like i don't know rin cares a lot about like how she appears even in school which is like useless to a mage and like that is like a personal trait that she has like picked up from her. Like it, it is very focused inward on these characters instead of like what they yeah. mean in the wider world. And sometimes I think that like is to its benefit. Cause um, I don't think like, I don't think like getting into it would necessarily be that interesting with like a lot of these. Cause a mm-hmm. lot of these characters are just like teenagers in a school. Right. Yeah. Like, but when it comes to something like Sakura's story, I end up feeling like it bites off way more than it's like able to pay off. Mm-hmm. Like she gets brought all the way to the brink where she's like ready to end everything. And her and Rin have this great confrontation. It's, it's like so a good. cool fight. Um, but then once like she's defeated, the, her recovery is like a time skip. We don't, we don't get to see it and don't talk about it. She's just fine now. She's like, you know, mm-hmm. better. <laughs> she's <Yeah>. better now. <laughs> she's hanging in there. Yeah. Um, which is a goddamn shame to me it's it is like very much one of the few things one of the things i just like really want because like the final like note of like heaven's feel is shiro like cutting her away from like this like awful like horrible like like breaking like the last of her ties with like this awful like abusive family and stuff and just being like hey Mm -hmm. uh you hurt a lot of people but you were hurt a lot so like that sucks and we'll just like figure that out and then it just is like they figured it out 
Yeah. But like, it spends so long talking about like what builds up to that point. Like it just being skipped over mm -hmm. as like, how do you get over that? As like a thing that you, you like, you read stories as like a metaphor for seeing yourself and like, how do I work through this mm -hmm. thing? There's no working through it. No, right? no. <laughs> they just miss that part. <laughs> if you like, if you're like someone who I did, like is someone like, I don't really identify with soccer that much. Like I'm much more of a ring, mm -hmm. but like, yeah, no, that's... I like look at the story. I look at the story and I'm like, where's the part where she like grapples with what it means to like, she wants to be a nice kind person, but she did horrible things. And there's reasons for that, but she never, it never talks about like how she grapples with that in a healthy way. It just talks about the part where she grappled with it by becoming like a hot supervillain. <laughs> <laughs> And that's just not that's mm -hmm. you know that's a, that's a maladaptive yeah. coping strategy. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not gonna work out in the long run, and and it doesn't. Yeah, yeah but uh, yeah, I I really think that is like the main thing I want more from Heaven's Feel because it does spend so long in like a bunch of like climactic like fights and duels before that point, and then it just like mm -hmm. gives very little time to like Sakura actually like internalizing a lot of the things that like. Uh, people have been like telling her like in the same way that like Shiro's just a dumb boy who takes forever to internalize anything like Sakura's like just been being told like hey Shiro cares about you and Rin cares about you and she's been like okay uh but yeah then Rin just showing up years later and being like hey Sakura how are you coping and she's like I am I'm just chilling I'm just chilling I so before that the guy I was using was like be sure you see the other end first mm -hmm. um <laughs> Which is one where, um, yeah, where Shiro sacrifices himself to save yeah. her. Like he doesn't make it out. He dies. And it's just, yeah, it's just uh, Sakura on her own, living in that the same house mm -hmm. that, like, in in Shiro's house, increasingly getting older and like, like dissociating from the world as yeah. she just like tends a garden and like. It, like passes her entire life like every spring she's like i'm tending the garden and i i raised some kids to be maguses probably at rin's urging um but i was just constantly waiting for Cheryl to come back and he never did and it's like the saddest it's thing so, in the world it's it's heartbreaking like i, I was that uh, that made me it made me cry when i read it it was like ah uh, just just a really just like a really rough ending compared to the very like pleasant uh, other ending yes yeah um it's interesting mm -hmm. i um yeah w i mean with all that said like i i enjoyed heavens feels like the one that's just going for it yeah. like we're taking a hard hard other turn here's where all the stuff is revealed everything you knew before gets put in here but in like in interesting ways mm -hmm. all of the big fights are in it yeah um kotamine and shiro's big oh, like it's so solid good. snake <laughs> liquid ocelot like fight off is incredible <sighs> i love it i can't wait to watch the movie version yeah of that. no it's magical okay uh what I I gotta hear like how you feel about Kotamine uh, because like you were you were kind of iffy on him for a while yeah like <laughs> in the same alien I thing. thought he sucked I mean yeah it's weird because like they introduce him and it's like instantly it's like oh this is a bad guy yeah yeah and she was like <laughs> something about this man is so weird I don't understand and Rin's like no he's just like my like kind of uncle who I treat like shit it's complicated don't worry about it but like he'll help us out I'm like no this is the most evil man in the world yeah. <laughs> and Rin knows this but doesn't really just kind of talks around it and Cheryl's like why can't I why am I so opposed to this man <laughs> um, the, the thing about Rin is like every wizard's the most evil man in the world every every yes. single wizard <laughs> Yeah, Rin just Rin is just very like okay with living in a world yeah. where everyone is a murderer and like a scoundrel and is fine with mm -hmm. it because she also aspires to be a murderer and a scoundrel. Yeah, it's it is very much like this is like she was raised by this dad who was like, I'm gonna win a war, and then he died, and she was like, Well, I guess I'm gonna win a war now. 
(laughs) did not did not take any lessons other than the exact one she she was taught for ever and then she met a dumb boy yep um, I just got to the bit in Fate Zero, and precocious, like oh, six year, eight year yes. old Rin is like, I'm gonna go out and solve the murder mystery. It's so good. It's th- okay. I said there were like three things I like in Fate Zero. That's that's the second one. That it's so. Oh, we have to. We can't talk about it here. No. I'm halfway through reading Fate Zero, which is the whole reason I started mm. this, and I think it's incredible. I'm like beside myself, it, happy with Fate it, Zero. It is not my thing. I, I am. I people love it. People love Fate Zero a lot. It is like a widely liked Fate thing. It, it's not. It's not mm-hmm. my thing at all. I, I normally like Gen or Abochi stuff, but uh, not my thing. But also, I haven't read the light novels. I might, but yeah. Yeah, I don't. I'm curious. I'm curious to see what I think about the adaptation. But like everything, whenever I talk about like, oh, Alexander's done something great because I fucking yeah, love that he's guy. He's so good. Um, someone posts us, uh, gives me a clip of the anime that's just like verbatim the shit he said in the book. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, this is my, this is my new anime boyfriend, Bateau. Get in the garbage. <laughs> I, I like. I really like Waver. That's that's what I got. Um. I think he fucking sucks in, like a, in a way that's like deliberately about yeah. him sucking because he's introduced as literally like the pro, D- pro ZD guy who is peeing and pooping and your friend's like, no, he's cool. <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. You've got it. Yeah. Uh, but he does have a big like Bara boyfriend who's going to show uh, him how to be a man. It's absurd. <laughs> and I'm here for it's that. so good. Okay. Uh, not, not what we're here to talk about. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Uh, oh, Kota- my Kotamine yeah, feelings. Kota Mine, yeah. So, so there's a bit. Is it in Limited Blade Works where Kotamine and um, Shiro are like teaming up and they like assault the castle? No, that's, that's in Heaven's Blade Field. Works. That's in Heaven's Field. Okay, that's about when I was like, man, this guy's fucking cool. It's so um, good. And he doesn't like change his evilness. No. He just is like a fucking sour bastard mm-hmm. the entire time. Just the world's most There's, miserable man. Like he, uh, he and like Shiro like scale this wall. Shiro, does, Shiro's arm isn't working because of reasons. And like yes, uh, so like Kotomina uh, gets tired of like Shiro like struggling to climb up the wall of this castle, and he just throws him through the window. Uh, yes. And then, like, uh, Shiro and Ilya are trying to have a moment, like, like he's like, Ilya, I'm going to save you. And Ilya's like, okay, okay, I'll let myself be saved instead of, like, dying and sacrificing myself. And Kotomina just, like, picks her up while she's, like, mid-sentence and just, like, jumps back out the window. And <laughs> Yes, and then and then Shiro goes, oh, if he can do it, I also have to do it, and leaps out the window, but, like, doesn't have no, all this No, like the, they're on, like, the fourth fucking... floor, and, like, just, like... Yeah, he fucking craters into the ground. And Kotomina's <laughs> like, oh, I used magic. And Shiro's like, ah! And he's just like he just like has to like sit there for a minute. It's so good. They're they're such a like funny pair when they're working towards like the same goal for like like the ten minutes that they're actually like hanging out together. Yes. Um. But Kotamini's whole thing is that he just kind of wa- he doesn't really want anything from the Grail. He just wants to kind of be amused by chaos. He loves and also he loves evil. He just loves seeing it. He, he, lo- he also like the the, the whole like. It doesn't matter because it's the plot and the plot's the least interesting thing of a story. But there's something in the Grail that's coming out. Yeah. Uh, that no, like, the Grail is Originally it's up. supposed to just grant wi- – yeah, it's just supposed to grant wishes. But it seems like there's like a, a force inside of it that wants to be born. Mm-hmm. And Kotamine, who, by the way, is like a priest. Yeah, like he's the Catholic. Church, uh, yeah, the, the, the Catholic Church oversees um, <laughs> the entirety of the Grail War because they're like, it's a Grail. that We have to care about mm-hmm. it. Like, it might not be the Grail, but it's a Grail, and that's enough to make us interested. Mm. Um, it's really um, good. But once once they realize that the thing that is going to be born when the Grail manifests is like an evil thing, he's like, 
Unlimited, uh, uh, it's not, uh, original sin is like an idea. It doesn't have to be true. This thing's not human. This could be like a good thing just because it's born from all the evil will of all humanity <laughs> doesn't mean that it's evil. And who are you to just destroy a new life? Like he just goes on this fucking pro-life it's screen, so, but about the manifestation so of evil coming through a portal. And I love this about him. I'm like, this is the greatest man on earth. He's so funny. It's, uh, uh, it's such a beautiful motive, like anime villain motivation. It's really, to me. really great. It's uh, Kosamina is like one of the one of the greatest of all time. And then him and Shiro literally have like a shirtless punch off yeah. until one of them falls over it, dead. And it's Shiro sick. only wins because like using like unlimited blade work so much when he's like not trained or anything at the finale of like Heaven's mm-hmm. Field just makes swords start popping out of his body. So every time Kotemi yes. like punches him, he also like cuts himself up like way more. And it's like, ah, oh, yes, this is so good. This is I love this. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's great. I really like this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, like I said, I'm reading Fade Zero, and he's he's, he's the in literal it. worst human being in that. He's so fucking bad. <laughs> uh, also, and uh, the the plot, yeah. the plot. I mean, to be fair, that book we're not going to talk too much about, it, but treats him like he's the worst human being. Like mm-hmm. everyone's afraid of him, and he's he's terrifying and like awful yeah. in like a way that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, also, something very funny. Uh, in uh, I think it's the it's only in fate uh that no okay in fate uh when shiro like kills him with like the knife that rin gave him he's like oh this is the knife i killed rin's dad with and he just like thinks that to himself and nobody else knows and then in unlimited blade works he's like oh rin i i killed your dad actually and then they just like don't find out at all in heaven's feel like he just kind of like sits on that which is very funny because that is like maybe the most like route of him just like causing unnecessary suffering to people yes (laughs) Yeah. Um, but yeah, I ended up really liking mm-hmm. him. He's a he's a real bastard. I, I like the part when he says, "Oh yeah, I uh, did some vampire shit to Rin to like save her life. I, I buried her." Yes. Um, never comes up really outside of mm-hmm. that. He he just. I'm like, is Rin a vampire? <laughs> clearly not. He just he just like scare. Okay, vampires like a very specific thing in Type Moon that are like these like crazy like magic creatures that are like oh, yeah, okay. like they're they're, I should, they're a specific. Thing. I should play Tsukihime. It's a mess, but. It, it's interesting, but uh, he he just brings up like this one line like offhandedly to Shiro's like, oh, yeah, I buried Rin. And Shiro's like, what? Like Rin's dead? And he's like, no, like she just like if she's like rest in the dirt of her like home plot, she'll like recover faster. And it's like, oh, OK, that. OK, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's on reminded this is like part of a big shared universe because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Ryder shows up like, oh, mystic eyes. And I'm like, oh, right. I've heard of those. Yeah. Doesn't really matter. No, here, but they do mention it briefly. There's, there's a line where like Shiro's like, oh, are there mystic eyes that could control people? And it's like, oh, my God, shut up. Like, I, I didn't even know what Tsukihime was the first time I read that. And I was looking back on like the screenshots I posted on Twitter. And I was like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. I didn't even realize this was this was like the worst, like shallowest reference in the world. I didn't even know. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um but uh it's good. It, it's good. It's good. Uh, um no, the thing is like there uh Kotamine is like fine because there are like two genuine bastards who have no redeeming qualities in this, which is uh Zoken um, and Oh well, yeah, I guess yeah. Zoken also, but Zoken's like Tertiary. Zoken's so much of the force of the plot. Yeah, yeah specifically Shinji fucking yeah. is the okay, worst. Yeah, I Shinji, so I, Shinji was the follow-up. So who's the other? And uh the 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 teacher guy. Oh yeah. Real sicko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the guy who whose can... name I cannot remember no, off the top it's, of my uh, head. Sojiro. Sojiro. I yes. know. I for reasons. Don't worry. 
Okay, well, I fucking hate him. <laughs> I I think it's great. I think he's a lovely wife guy. <laughs> I mean, he's definitely a wife guy. Negative. He, derogatory. He, he's, he's Caster's master, and he basically just finds, like, Caster, like, about to die because she killed her master because he was gross. Mm -hmm. And he's like, hey, uh, I don't have any magic, but I don't really just, like, want we you to die. We never find out about that guy at all. No, Is he doesn't matter. He doesn't, <laughs> very funny. doesn't matter. Like, there's a lot of yeah. masters that just, like, die before, like, the story. Like, yeah. like uh, Kotomine got, like, was the master, like, last time? Was a master yes. last time? So, like, it's like, oh, yeah, I just, like, killed someone and, like, tore off their arm to, like, get their command seals so I could compete again. And it's like, okay, yes. that's all. We just get that. Yep. Um, Yeah, that guy is just, like, he's, like, a weird, like, emotionless murderer man. Um. So it's just a lot. He also happens to be the teacher. Mm -hmm. I, it was so funny. You were like, oh, Shiro's Shiro's really normal, like, monk friend's got to be one of the last masters. And it's like, oh, no. Oh, Issei? Yeah. Yes. No, it's the guy who's, like, Issei's, like, older brother, like, stepbrother or whatever. And it's like, okay, sure. The thing that, like, the reason I never thought of him is um, whenever he comes in, like, he briefly comes into, like, the room when you're hanging out with Issei every once in a while, is that he just looks like he's drawn worse than everyone else. Yeah. He's, he looks <laughs> so like, angular. This guy, his model looks wrong. Yeah. And, <laughs> I'm like, they, they just drew one NPC and it's this mm -hmm. guy and he sucks. Yeah. And, and Shiro's just like, wow, this guy looks really normal. And just, yeah. yeah. And that keeps up until, like, oh, like, they, they find out because, like, Shiro, like, comes out to him when he sees him walking home and he's like, hey, teacher, you shouldn't be out at night. And then, like, he just, like, punches Shiro's, like, arm off, basically, or whatever. Yeah. Very silly. I, I like him a lot. It, not for, like, reasons, like, you would know yet or anything, but just, like, okay. I, I, I just think he's so funny. Just as this immensely violent guy who's so normal until the Holy Grail happens. Fair enough. Um, yeah, uh, I guess anything that we haven't touched on. Uh, um, favorite servants that we haven't we haven't oh, mentioned. Gilgamesh we haven't mentioned or like so many of the servants. Like, okay, uh, yeah. Should we just like run through them, like or whatever? Yeah, yeah sure. okay. Uh, so Saber, like King Arthur, love her. Love her. She's the best She's of incredible. all time. I feel I the thing I like about her is um I I think she's just fundamentally like naive about everything no, but in a way where you're like I'm really yeah. rooting for her. <laughs> she can do so she can do so much. It okay, uh like she like Saber just has this like excitement about basically everything like Shiro introduces her to. Like there's like this mm -hmm. like she doesn't know stuff, but she's excited to, like, learn everything. Like, like just, like, yeah. being summoned, like, gives some knowledge about the world. But she's like, I, wa I want to eat, like, all these different foods you can make and, like, see the... Like, Shiro takes her on, like, dates and stuff. And, like, she's just, like, yes. enjoy it. She's just enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, she's also... Uh, there's art... She's, oh, oh, she's, al she's, also, she's also the most important character of all time. Because, like, the most anime girl everywhere she, i mean yeah she's the mascot for fate. yeah which is the biggest thing in the entire world yeah yeah um then we have archer who uh i i liked him more before his deals were revealed yeah. uh because his deals kind of makes him miserable uh i, I really liked your just like i really liked your guess that he was shiro's dad or something <laughs> yes uh when he's just like rin's like bratty yeah. would-be boyfriend so i love good. him <laughs> but just like uh the like first interaction between him and Rin is like 
he like crashes into her room and like it's completely destroyed and she's just like he's just sitting on the couch yeah yeah just he's like just this busted couch, couch. Legs crossed, yeah chilling. it's so funny and then rin just like burns her command seals which are like these very important like you have three of them and if you use all three of them your servant can just like kill you if they want if yes. yeah and she just uses one to just be like hey listen to me and then she's like go and go and clean this room up and make me some tea and he's like okay i guess sure yes it's so good they're so good they're such a good pair um then we have lancer uh i love him um Kukulain. i think he's fine yeah. i think he's boring he's he's a he really doesn't do anything yeah he's okay there's an in-game like stats page that gives you like video game ass like this character's strength and ma mana level and like luck lancer has like e luck like the lowest luck you can get and it's because he dies like halfway through every route before he gets like a single win it's so funny but i, I do like him so much he's he's like he's like this like very He's just very pleasant. Like, in the interaction, like, with Rin at, like, the end of Unlimited Blade Works, like, he's just, like, this, like, force of nature for, like, five minutes. Like, even after, like, yes. he gets commanded to kill himself, he's just, like, very intensely kind to Rin and just, like, like smacks, like, Shinji, like, upside the head, just, like, nearly kills him, kills Katomine, yes. just, like, wins the day. And it's, like, damn. Ah. The the thing about mm -hmm. uh, Lancer, I said, <laughs> it's it's like mean, but I don't think it's wrong. <laughs> is that he's the Disney prince of fake characters? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. We're like he's nice and he's like useful to the plot, and you you don't hate him, but you know that there's some sicko who thinks he's the coolest guy, and you're like, I just can't relate to no. this person's personality. Oh, <laughs> much like Shira and Kodamine, anyone who really likes Lancer, I just I just can't get along with those people. I can't abide them. <laughs> okay. Put a pin in that. Uh, um, then we have Berserker, um, Hercules, who doesn't get yeah. a lot because the Berserkers lose all reason, so he's just like yeah, a big he's really. Guy. That's like the saddest part of like fate, and it's like walked back in like other fate stuff because like it's so boring just to have like a guy who can't really do anything other than kill or like throw mm -hmm. stuff around. But like, yeah. He gets, like, one line, like, right before he dies in Heaven's Field, where he's like, oh, I I really cared about Ilya this entire time. She was like a daughter to me or whatever. Well, there's, like, there's like this, like, flash. The, yeah. One of the things I don't like about Fate is the interludes. I think most of them are, like, useless. They're not, they're, they're not very uh, interesting or, like, good. Yes. <laughs> where it just cuts away from the main plot to tell you some backstory for a character. Um <laughs> like one of the Kotamine ones, this is before I liked Kotamine, it was just like he went in the seminary because he just believes that all pleasure is sinful and he's like, I must be a priest then. Um because that's what his perception of a priest is, is a man who just deprives himself of all pleasures and not like someone who just believes in like yeah. faith. It's so <laughs> miserable funny. man. Um But there's one where Ilya meets Berserker in like the woods, and it's just like very like storybook mm -hmm. about it. Yeah. And I thought that was like really sweet. It was. It was like my first time I'm like, oh, there's something here with like Ilya. Yeah. Um and the idea that she'd imprint on this like, like bestial yeah, man. Yeah, he's to like the one like person who doesn't about. like ask anything of her when she's like cr yes. purpose created for like this like specific thing, and he's just like, I'm just gonna protect you no matter what. And she's like, Awesome, yeah. great. Yeah, I like that about mm -hmm. him. That's all. It's um, a good scene. Also, uh, I spin off of like what you said about uh, Kotsimene because it it did make me remember. Uh, he does just have like the evilest thing. Like he just has like a basement full of like constantly on the edge of death orphans 
that like yes they're it's, they're it's feeding they're feeding someone yeah. that we'll get to in a mm-hmm. bit <laughs> it's 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 an absurd like little detail that like barely comes up after it's like originally introduced but it's like okay sure yes um then we have assassin and assassin is originally introduced as yeah, we got a, uh sasaki kojiro mm-hmm. guy with a big um, sword who, Yes. Um who it's weird because this this the fate itself presents Sasaki as a fictional man. He's a yeah, um, he's like a weird he's like a weird he's the weird one out because he was summoned weirdly. Yeah. yeah, he was summoned by another servant mm-hmm. who we'll get to. But the thing is, Sasaki Gojiro is about as like real as Arthur Pendragon the way we understand <laughs> it. <laughs> it's it's so funny where it shows to draw that line and it's like, oh, he's yes. he's like way weaker. He's like bound to this specific place. He can't actually like do much other than this one specific move that's like so cool. And it and it is pretty cool. Yeah, he's like he's he's literally a Dark Souls Yeah. He just stands on the stair and fucks you up if you try to Exactly. Approach. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you know, the, um, uh, a lot of the funny stuff with like spinoff stuff is he is still stuck there. Like everyone else is having slice of life adventures through town and he's just like there and like Shira will leave him sandwiches oh, sometimes. And it's very funny. So the, here's the fucked up thing, though. Uh, not fucked up, but it, funny. Um, the book Musashi, like the, mm-hmm. the novel, yeah. um, was like one of the foundational I got into weeb shit books that I read at like 13. Interesting. <laughs> so Sasaki, Sasaki shows mm-hmm. up and I just fucking pop because yeah, I love yeah, this guy. I saw he that. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, losing my mind. And then he basically stands around and delineates weirdly the idea of fictional things versus real mm. things. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, Kingdom Hearts is here. Yeah. <laughs> Briefly, suddenly. Uh, could you really quick, just, just for fun, just look up Fate uh, Musashi for me? Uh, yeah, I was like, when's Fate Musashi coming? Oh, I'm I'm so um, sorry. Uh, well, when it asks, they want me to disambiguate between female and normal. <laughs> uh, the female is the main one I'm thinking of. Uh, she's like a very important uh, Fate Grand Order plot character. Grand Order. Yeah. Okay. She's a saber class mm-hmm. uh, from Fate Grand Order. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense that she's a saber yeah. class. The first image, the stage one is only wielding one katana. And I'm like, you can gender change Musashi if you want. There's one fact about yeah. Musashi. Uses two swords. That's exactly right. <laughs> stage two and three, thankfully, yeah. have two no, swords. No, they fix it. But she's like a very plot important character in the gacha game who's like, like universe hopping and stuff and like doing a lot of like big brain plays and just like chilling but all but okay. also she is just like a very like goofy gal like she is just like oh i around. just scrolled down and got to a bancho disposition that loves to brawl and i'm like okay i see exactly yep. bingo what this character's like yeah which is a shame because the story of musashi is a guy who i how, do you know anything about I, I know story? like vaguely i haven't like okay yeah because the whole thing with musashi is like he was just like he he got wrapped into a war because he was just like a uh, like a hooligan, mm-hmm. and he get he's on the side that loses, and he just kind of like flees the army, and he's like running yeah. around just like a vagabond. And a monk picks him up and is like, "You've got potential, kid," and sits him in a library for an indeterminate amount of years <laughs> until he learns to not be like a monster. <laughs> and he comes out with like this idea, like this Buddhist sense of like calm and understanding and peace, and then has to get in a bunch of fights with Kojiro, and it fucking rules. <laughs> yeah, that. That's basically lost. Like a lot of like fake Grand Order stuff. Like by the point they start, they're using like just they're just pulling like whatever fictional people they can at that point, or like mm-hmm. historical people, and just like yes. they are getting distorted so much by the point we get them into fake Grand Order. It it, it gets so messy. It's it's really yeah. funny, but uh, yeah, uh, but- Sasaki's really like just like a funny guy in fake. Okay, yeah. but then oh, yeah. yeah, in um in 
I guess it's, is it only in Heaven's Field? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's revealed that the real assassin is just waiting and is like. Yeah. The moment, the, uh, this... the moment like a real like person like kills Caster and takes her seals and it's like, okay, I'm going to like summon like, no, no, uh, the, the moment like a, another like master, like a real person is like, okay, I'm going to summon a servant. Then like the real assassin just explodes out of like Sasaki's chest and it's like, oh, yes. Yeah, who is a guy named uh, Hassan? Yeah, from like the. Uh, I guess all the assassins are called Hassan, right? This the it's that gets walked back on, but like the main thing is like they are like specifically like the only like unknown people of servants because they're assassins mm-hmm. and like they're from like the yes. tribe that was like originally like the source of like the name assassin and like the word like the word assassin and whatever. Yeah, um, and he just ends up being like a sicko anime guy mm-hmm. with a stretchy arm. Which is not very interesting. I don't think Assassin's no, he's he's not like the the main like his main thing is like oh hit one every time like he eats a heart he becomes like more of like a person so he's like actually like talking and stuff by like the end of the game but by the end but it like takes so long he's like nothing yeah uh, in um, in then we... in Fate Grand Order they just turn him into like a grumpy grandpa like type of guy okay it's, it, he's fun uh, then we have Caster um, I like her who is. Medea. Uh, she's fine. I like the part where she turns into like a Bayonetta villain with like a cool butterfly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, she, the part where they confront Caster in Unlimited Blade Works was the most like, I need to hit this button as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to drop this because it just goes on forever. <laughs> yeah, no, the, that fight is just like unbearable. But uh, I do really like uh, her. Just like her, her whole thing is kind of just cheating. Like she's yes. she basically sets up in like the most magical place in town and is also just like every night like stealing a bunch of magic by like killing people in town and also summoned her own servant just so she doesn't have to yes. fight people. And yes. also she has a her like main like her noble phantasm, like her like big special attack is she has a knife that can like fuck up like contracts, which includes like yes. master and servant connections. So she's just kinda yes. she's like the in unlimited blade work, she's like, hey, uh, I can make Archer. I can make I can make you my servant too. I can just like, I can just get a bunch of guys <laughs> under me, and yes. it's it's really funny. Just like her whole her entire thing is just like I don't want to do anything myself. And then uh, then she ends up getting her like shit kicked in by Rin, like like literally just like yeah, Rin like fisticuffs her. Yeah, that part's great. But it does come at the end of her trying to like mind control uh, Saber by putting on a wedding dress and her getting really horny for like six it's, hours and it's miserable. It takes a while to get past that stuff. <laughs> um, which I've heard makes it into the anime. Of all the like weird H content well, in this game. you see, that's, that uh, seems not horny because it's in the non-horny version. It's apparently just normal. Okay. It's not normal. There's nothing normal about it. <laughs> But yeah, I I, um, I really have no idea how that made the cut. It is, ugh. did I did you you played yeah. the version without like any H scenes, right? Or no, I played the H version. Okay, I had to know. Okay, fair enough. They're not good. I That's saw all, I saw the uh, replacement versions because someone said they were important. To yeah, the plot. I, I, I think I think there's a uh, Rin and Shiro. They're one. better. That's good. The, yeah, the H scenes are fucking miserable. They're awful. Game. Do not play that version. <laughs> <sighs> They're bad. But uh, the H the only the only plus briefly flirts at the idea never again addressed no. well actually slightly addressed later on that rin might be bisexual which would be fun if true but it's not no. it's just not it's, no it's it's deeply sad but uh <laughs> the, the heavens feel h scenes make it into the into the movies oh no so, no no I'm no sorry. those are those might be the worst ones yeah my condolences because all of the weirdness around like 
those are the ones that have like weird the consent's not bad but the situation is like just wretched yeah. it's just wretched yeah they're both like in like the like pits of their personal like mental health like problems yeah. and just like are kind of like hey do you want to have sex and it's just it's the so it's 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 yeah no those are in those are in the movies they they just put those in uh that's unfortunate that mm -hmm. sucks i agree um, not not the biggest fan that that route also just has cheryl randomly have a weird dream where oh, rin's fucking him just to get another cg in there and it's fucking so miserable. i hate it that's like Ryder sucking his blood uh, yes. yeah that there's like that's like the reason for it but not much of a reason yeah like <laughs> not much of a reason. he just gets horny when Ryder sucks his blood and dreams about rain yes. yeah um then we get Ryder. Mm. um oh i should say caster is like medea yeah caster's interesting they don't really do a whole lot with her as like a like her story they, of who she they is introduce her but yeah a lot of her stuff is just like was on the cutting room floor and does get addressed yeah. later but uh yeah Ryder. Uh, is maybe the most, like, out of, like, a bunch of servants, just, like, with, like, weird powers. Her, she's, like, the most, like, slapped together, it feels like. Like, she's... She's got a lot going She's, on. like, a mess. But I I do love... Uh, she's Medusa. Like, like yes. the Gorgon monster. Uh, yeah. she always has, like, her eyes covered, like, with this, like, blindfold yes. that's, like, hooked and stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, and if... The mystic eyes of petrification. Of course. Uh, they're... What are they? Uh, uh, uh... uh noble class mystic eye or whatever yeah they, they all have specific classes and none of it matters until um her stuff. whole thing is that she's the tall girl like like the tall? movie tall girl oh, of course <laughs> it becomes like a whole point that she's tall and she's like are you talking to me because i'm tall or whatever there's a bit there's like one scene where shiro and he's like how tall are you she's like i don't want to answer that because people judge me for being tall it's like shut you, up you, no one cares you can check the notes <laughs> it does just say she's not like she's not like super tall everyone else is just kind of like super small. tall um, it's weird because like she just kind of hangs out. Um, but I ended up like there's a couple, especially in um, Heaven's Field. I guess it's in Heaven's yeah. Field. Yeah, she's just really cool. I just she's so really good. Her I like character. her so much. Yeah, she's in like this like these like thigh high boots and like this like black mm -hmm. like skin tight shift and whatever. But <laughs> she she does she does seem like she's wearing the most off the shelf cosplay outfit of every one of these. It's so servants. cheap and like nothing, and it's so funny. <laughs> Like, e even, like, Lance, like, Lancer's probably the closest next, because he's just wearing this, like, skin-tight bodysuit, but... He's just, he's just, like, generic fire. Yeah, like, man. there's, there's, like, nothing about that guy that'll be like, oh, that's Kukoling. Or, like, uh, yeah, yeah, but, like... <laughs> he, like, literally every fire emblem gives you a blue one of those guys and a red yeah, one of those guys, yeah. and they're probably brothers. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Medusa's, like, whole thing is she's, like... She has like this very like like sexual like characters like like she's just like thighs out like uh just like cleavage out and stuff. But also she's never hotter than in the Heaven's Feel epilogue when she's just like wearing like this like housewife like apron and just like regular like she's just chilling. Oh, she yeah, she she just she's gets just to in, chill. Like, she's in jeans and a shirt. Like she looks like she's about to go to the library. Yeah, to, like, she check looks out a normal. Book. She's just wearing glasses <laughs> yeah. and it's like oh my gosh, yeah, it's great. This is this is like this I, is like yeah, a character. Like, she's the best. Yeah, it's great. Um. Yeah, she just ends up being really yeah. like sympathetic as a character. It's like, I really want to protect people. That's really hard when you're all anime protagonists. Yeah, I, Honestly, I, it's like no, the hardest thing I've ever been tasked specifically, with. Specifically, she really only wants to protect Sakura, does not give a shit yes. about Shiro. And then Sakura's like, I'm going to use my last command seal to say you have to listen to Shiro. And she's like, okay, well, I'll die if I don't do that. But Shiro, if you hurt Sakura, I will, I'm willing to die to stop you. <laughs> yes, it's really it's so good. good. I like, I like, I like her a lot. Uh, but um, but also like the about her just being like 
so like mashed together her she has two noble phantasms one's like this like fucked up orb she can summon over a location that like sucks everyone's like magical energy dry and it's like this like giant yes. floating eye and whatever and she also just has pegasus like just like completely like unrelated yes. to like any medusa stuff she's she's just got the horse well it's weird because like i feel like fate starts off being like everyone's got one noble mm. phantasm and even by the end of fate stay night it's like some of these guys got like two or three yeah they're really they're really like just like there's a lot of just like really hardly saying like this rule is concrete and then like immediately like oh my god they're breaking the rule and like that's like that's yes. like it's it's like the most shonen like powerful like thing yeah. ever yeah um and then we have gilgamesh gilgamesh who was the archer in the last holy grail war he just but he's stuck still around. around yeah he got splashed with holy grail juice and now he's just cursed to live mm -hmm. forever the it for um, a while it's like oh the the holy grail's fucked up because like when it like splashed on him it made him like fucked up and crazy and it's like no he's just like that actually he's just he's just like that but but <laughs> his whole thing is that he, yeah. because he's he's like the original king he's, he's like yeah, he's like, like the first the world's the world's earliest legend gilgamesh uh it means he is the the king of like heroes he's the first mm -hmm. and he ruled the world and everything that is a treasure in the world was his uh which means anyone who has a treasure be it a noble phantasm the holy grail itself it's supposed to be his so they must have sold it from him uh so he he wants it back yeah <laughs> and and all of his like he has like this infinite like he he doesn't like fight by like using a weapon or anything he just like has a treasury with every weapon in it and he just like waves a yes. hand and they just like like pour out like shoot out like arrows and it's like oh my god it this is the so good the the sound effect of like the weapons yeah. being fired is the best sound effect it's in the so game. good it's so strong <laughs> yeah because uh, it just it just is like a like a shmup like missile launching sound mm -hmm. of like infinite swords being it's, thrown it's it's really incredible but uh yeah it's really good yeah his whole thing is like he's just like uh this like he's he specifically hates like shiro and archer because their whole thing is like they can just make fake versions of everything they've ever seen and he's like that's like yes infinitely making my stuff i but yeah. like worse and then they win because like you know the, the fakes doesn't have to be worse and like that's like a big theme or whatever and yeah he's also a really creepy towards Saber, he's also really creepy towards Saber. contemptible no, absolutely uh this um, gets rolled back like incredibly like <laughs> like like they do they do end up in other fate stuff just going like yeah he used to be normal and he's just and, and like uh in like grand order and like uh strange fake he's just like the most regular guy he's so not okay he, he's still like because because in fate in fate zero he's still kind of a sicko no, yeah he's a sicko in fate zero but like in other like fate stuff like he's just like He's still like very self-absorbed, doesn't like really give a shit about like anything that's like mm -hmm. actually happening. But he's like yeah. way more like willing to just like meet people, like like just be like, okay, if you like respect me as like a king and whatever, like we can talk. Like we like I'll I'll give you I'll give you like five minutes of my time. And yeah. <laughs> but I, I do really like I, I think you'll really like Strange Fake, just cause like not only just because of Gilgamesh, like there's a lot of good stuff there, but uh he he's okay. a he's a core part of it. <laughs> cause um <laughs> a little bit about fate zero again the the the, the drinking contest between alexander yeah, yeah, yeah. saber and gilgamesh is genuinely one of the best things i've seen in a long time it's just everything i want mm -hmm. out of fiction is in that scene i, I had a pretty strong feeling <laughs> um 
But Gilgamesh is most, mostly there to just be catty because he's like, you're fake kings. Mm. What are your fake kings? I'm the original king. Uh, absolutely not to everything. Um, I'm just not going to answer your question about what kingship is because it's self-evident to me. Yeah. It's me. Yeah. Anything <laughs> like, that's not me is at, not a king. Look at me. <laughs> Um, the bit where he's hanging out drinking Kodamine's wine is also mm-hmm. very good. Uh, just a big fan. I was like, this because I thought he was because he's introduced in Fate Root yeah. as just being like he, he's super a guy who's like kind of like he's also like bothering like Sakura like at the beginning that gets like hinted at yeah like that's about yeah. But like he comes on to Saber like a fucking Sailor Moon mm-hmm. villain where he's like, you should be mine yeah. and I will capture you and you will be a treasure for the greatest king of all time and it's just hard to shake being like a creepy yeah. guy like mm-hmm. that. <laughs> He is just like um, a creep, and uh, yeah, uh, he gets his comeuppance like most creeps in Heaven's Feel when uh, he tries to kill Sakura, and Sakura just like devours him like, like nothing. It's incredible. It's so good. I'm like, fuck that guy. Yeah, uh, it's really good. I I'm ready to watch him and everything else and be like, he's all right. When you don't <laughs> think about fate at all. No, yeah, it's really funny how different he is. Like, there's like a youthful version of him, like when he was like still like when, like, he was still hanging out with Nkiru and just, like, chilling and, like, being, like, a young okay. king and whatever. That's just, like, wow, this... he He's a caster in that, and it's just, like, wow, this guy's, like, really just, like, funny. The, the young version as if Gilgamesh himself is not at most 23. No, absolutely. He, th- th- this is, like, he's, like, his 18-year-old self, like, when he's, like, just, like, a little goofball jump, like, hanging around. Okay. It's, it's, I, 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 like, I like the other Gilgameshes a lot, but this one's just, like, evil. Yeah. 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 Um, and that's everybody, I think. Uh, I think so. Uh, Saber Alter yeah. shows up. That's Saber when she's corrupted by evil, and she's nice. <laughs> the thing, the thing is, is she just kind of glowers. She has golden mm-hmm. eyes, and then she's still Saber because she's like evil, but she's still like, oh, I will do the right uh-huh. thing because I'm Saber. Um, and so she just ends up being every mind controlled JRPG villain ever made. Yeah, she's really. <laughs> it's just, she doesn't really do it, anything. Yeah, <sighs> it's it, I, I like people like. Okay. Uh, I think there's like an email about this, so I'm not going to go into it, but like everyone loves her design. And like, I, I have a Figma. Uh, For Saber Alter? Yeah. I, I thought it was kind of generic. I'll be pretty close. No. That she, like, bo- both the concept of like, oh, there's like an evil version of this servant, and like that, that becomes like a mainstay, and also just like this like goth, like paler version of like the regular servants. Those are like deeply like embedded in fate's veins every like every single person that like writes a fate thing is like oh my god we love alters like i love i love making a fucked up guy um that's so not interesting i, I know that's, that's like the weird thing because she doesn't do anything in fate but like uh, there, there there there's some stuff that like makes it interesting but most of the time it is but just like a goth version of like a good character mm-hmm. like uh like a big like fake grand order one is like oh it's jean d'arc alter and it's like okay, sure. That's that's especially fucked up given some of the stuff in Fate Zero that I'm reading. So. <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, that's like every guy. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's everybody. Um, Fate's good. It's like a big commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's worth going through, for sure. Don't watch the animes. Like I know people like like uh-huh. them, but you should read the thing. Reading the thing is good. Yeah, I really I really do think that like none of the animes really captures like any of like the best parts of the route because a lot of it is just like the downtime and like that is sadly like most of the stuff that will get cut first like if it's just like chilling yeah uh that's fair mm-hmm. um okay do we want to go to questions then yeah uh sounds good to me okay
you can send them to abnormalmappingpodcast at gmail.com we have eight questions here um first one is from sniper serpent that asks us specifically do we have any sniper asked for who we would cast in a holy grail Mm -hmm. war but i'm not going to make us think of seven seven, things if you have anything though you can go right ahead i would have said musashi is a savior but apparently that's already the thing is they're almost all already in there like they they love putting guys in uh faith they make a pretty clear point of like like in fate of, of like of fate say night of uh like uh-huh. all of these guys are historical like king arthur was real and she's here now yeah but uh yeah <laughs> uh that that is broken like pretty quickly like any like okay. mythical like uh i would put uh don quixote uh like lancer or whatever rider oh yeah i was gonna say i was gonna say uh like achilles as a lancer uh achilles achilles is in uh is in this uh, isn't fate also, oh. but uh, really? Okay, I assume uh, that doesn't surprise me. I guess. What is he? I think he's. I think he's a lancer. I don't. Okay. I I don't think he's like a very impressive guy, but I think he is in there somewhere. Oh. But uh, okay. I don't know. Don Quixote just is like a really worthless lancer or rider or something. I right rider yeah, probably, but uh, yeah, just like he sucks shit. It's just like awful stats. Whatever, I can't yeah. win. Um. Beowulf is a berserker. I think that makes a lot of Be- sense. Beowulf is a berserker. Oh, good. Good, good. <laughs> can we get Ezio as an assassin? Can I just make this happen? <laughs> just bring if him we in. get Kojiro. If fictional Kojiro can be in here as an assassin, we can get Ezio as an assassin. Yep. He, like, he's pretty he's pretty strongly associated with the word assassin. I feel like. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like if you just use a video game to like summon him. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's weird because, like, they, they, because. Sh- because um, Archer is Shiro from the future, they open the door to the idea of future servants, yeah. but I bet there aren't that many no, of them. No, <laughs> no. Okay, there's, like, this, like, whole weird... They do have, like, a bunch in Fake Grand Order, but it's, they're all, like, weird. Like, they're almost all saber faces from, like, the future, and, like, they're, like, mecha and stuff, and it's like, okay, oh, sure. Okay. It's not really what I was talking no, about. No, it's, it's okay. some nonsense. It's It's... Weird. I I re I really wish they they messed with it more, but not usually what they go for. Mm-hmm. Um, Gary writes in. Um, 
Until last year, all I knew of Fate was some interesting choices for characters from Irish folklore appearing in a gacha game. Uh, shout out to Fate Moon Archive and long and winding journey they've begun for this series since the beginning. I would also like to shout out Fate yeah. Moon Archive, which is a podcast on the Neural Mavic Network um, where they, go- they are going through all of the Fate Moon or the Type Moon games. Yeah, starting with Tsukuhime, um, then the Tsukuhime, yes. like Fan Disc, and now they're on Fate, I think. Yeah, they're just start. They're just about to start Fate. Um, and I like I went to them. I'm like, are you right if I do a Fate thing? And they're like, yeah, no, of course. Which uh, very kind mm. of them to do. Um, but yeah, um, they're gonna be like you way would, like, more comprehensive. Yeah, yes, because they go through like very. They they do very long episodes uh, every two weeks, very specifically going through like a set amount of chapters of mm-hmm. any given thing. And um, it'll be. I'm gonna listen to the Fate stuff because uh, I haven't listened before yeah. this. It, it's good. Um, listen. And I'm really excited to listen to people talk about uh, Fate. So, um, but, uh, Gary's question was, what was your awareness of fate as a franchise and fate tonight before beginning this journey? If you have an answer to this, Cam, you're welcome. To, I do, but I, uh, I do, but I want to hear yours was. first. Okay. So, um, the first thing I knew about fate before anything else is that Saber was an anime girl. Yeah. That's, that's the main uh, thing. King, she's get. King Arthur and she's a girl now. That's the main thing I knew about fate first. I knew of the gacha game and that it's all about like historical wives that you collect. Mm, a lot um, of wives. Yeah. Um I Saber Alter. I knew about Saber <laughs> Alter. <laughs> Great. Um <laughs> uh, I knew I'd heard that um that there was like the, the the I guess I don't know if this is like just a thing that go, is our circles, but it's about like magical cum transference. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that that's a pretty widely like not not in like more like modern like stuff, but it is just like a wide mm-hmm. gag for most people that have like actually like read the original like novel and stuff. Okay, because yeah. that is in fact a major plot uh-huh. point of Fate State Night is that it, uh... basically any like bodily fluid or material can like contain magical energy and transfer it. So yes. like they do choose to use cum a lot instead of like, but like they have options. They could just like like uh, and another thing, uh, someone just like get someone else to eat, like eat hair or whatever but like there there are options <laughs> there's so much there's so wider deviancies you can have than just uh sex. it's like you, you have you have to spit on me to give my me my magic power back <laughs> absolutely <laughs> god um but that i think that was it mm-hmm. um and then i like um i had seen i'd seen rin because she's like a famous anime uh-huh. girl, like one of the if most. you look up but if I you look up sundere uh she is the yes. first image yeah, I didn't know she was from Fate at all um, until I started playing it. Um, and I think that's it, actually. Okay. Uh, I knew I knew Saber existed. I knew she was King Arthur. I knew Shira uh-huh. was part of it, and he was really dumb. Okay. Uh, I knew Rin was there. I knew Sakura was there and was apparently the best girl because I mostly... Mo- most of what I know about Fate is from my friend... Uh, booze like posts about it like just like goofy like text posts and like video memes and stuff just like oh these are these characters just like goofing around they're like just like you know like standard like twitter post stuff but uh Uh posts are good but uh it was mostly that and uh i didn't really care enough to like dig deeper at all like i was going to watch like unlimited blade works like it was just on netflix and i'm like this this just looks like a dumb shonen anime i can just like knock out in a few weeks or whatever but uh, mm-hmm. then I I did see I did see an image of Saber and Saber Alter kissing, and I was like, all right, what's the deal with this? And I did I did ask in uh, the abnormal mapping server, like, hey, how do I get into Fate uh, after after seeing that? So uh, 
Okay. That's how that's how it started. Uh yeah, that I I really had a pretty narrow like I, I guess I had more than you, but also I had like less than I would expect from like being like pretty in pretty like modern like anime spaces also. Just like Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Finn writes in, uh, whose route did you like best and why was it Saber's? Um, I, it is Saber. I talked about yeah. why. No, say, uh, I, I do like, <laughs> I like Heaven's Feel Better, but I do think Saber's is like a very close second. I, I love Saber so much. Um, uh, how do you feel about the changes Rialto Nua made? I don't know what the original, I know the, like the final episode thing, the epilogue uh-huh. is not in there, but I think that's great. I, it'd be a shame to play that and not have that little sequence. I'm not uh, entirely sure. I know I looked this up at some point and I was, I think, I think. Is Rialto Nua where the voice acting comes from? Yeah. The voice acting in this game is pretty good. I couldn't imagine playing without the voice acting. I'm pretty sure it was, but uh, if, and if not, like they added, like they like redid voice acting or something for it. But mm-hmm. uh I know that they added some scenes or something, and I know I, I know they were like good scenes, but I I can't remember exactly. I I think Rialto knew it added was the censored version also. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, I believe yeah, so. Yeah, so because that's the one that shows up on like PS. Yeah, and the stuff. the censored version, uh, just like far superior, just like as as a yes. fact. But like, yeah. So I I'm a big fan. Yeah. Um, and then uh, this is more for mm-hmm. me, but uh. Remember M quitting novel new because of workload and realizing they didn't like visual novels very much? Has playing Stay Night changed his opinion at all? That's a complicated question that, like, kind of is still up in the air, right? Like, I did this because I want to read some Gen Urobochi books. Mm-hmm. I ended up really liking this. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily... Like, it's weird because, like, I'm like, maybe there is space for me to play visual novels and it's fine. The thing is, I know that right now I'm, like, in an anime phase yeah. where, like, I'm just doing this stuff and that that window will close again mm-hmm. and the problem with novel new wasn't that i didn't like the games that we played in fact i usually liked most of that we were covered like there's yeah. some games in there that i really really love you know um but doing one every month was on top of everything else i was doing was just too much mm-hmm. um there's nothing more uh unpleasant than having to uh play a bunch of game you don't want to do on a deadline it's just hard yeah I, I just I just like visual novels. I always have. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and you're like one of my big visual novel friends. Um, uh, and so that's just like what you do. Mm. And it's weird because like I got I got in my head like oh maybe I just don't have the space in my life for this anymore. And then, um, and then you finished Fate in like 37 hours. Yeah, it took three weeks though. Mm. That, like, and that's like I came home from work and I would spend an, an hour to two and a half hours depending on the day mm. just playing Fate. Like I just was like I need to get through it because if I fall off I'll never come yeah. back. I just know who I yeah. am. Um, and so, um, it was, it was, it was high effort. It was mm-hmm. hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, cause especially like, I just don't like unlimited blade works at no, all. No, it's, it's, <laughs> just it's the roughest route. <laughs> and it's so sad. Rin, Rin it deserves so much better. Yeah. I, I, well, I mean, I'll, I also think Shiro and Rin as like a couple is like disgusting. I think it's so foul. They're really just like, like, I get it. I get like the idea of them being together but they're like very much they're like adjacent creatures to me like i feel like they yeah. they make a really good like the 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 one ending of unlimited blade works where it's like oh like 
she's the Shiro's just like her apprentice and they're just like yeah. buddies and I'm like yeah they have they have they have they have brother sister yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like they oh they should be they should be sniping at each other back and forth yeah, forever yeah, yeah. That's we didn't thing. even mention like Taiga at all Taiga rules Taiga is uh Shiro's teacher who's also his guardian since his dad's dead uh yeah I just have like no opinion on Taiga, Taiga rules I love Taiga did not impress on me at all I love her she's just like a I like this goofy... I like the scene where she tr- dares to challenge Saber and gets her ass beat. she gets okay yeah she's like a kendo teacher uh she she did yeah. kendo and like she's also just like this very goofy like teacher that is just like the most like normal person Shiro ever interacts with so like the first thing like once the like grail war actually starts like Shiro's just like okay you have to like go somewhere else for like a couple weeks and she's like oh my god but like you have like six girls staying over your house now what are you doing and it's like oh don't worry about it but uh i just think taiga is like an incredibly good character and incredibly warm and i like her relationship with Shiro a lot Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm curious if like that's one that will be served with the adaptations where she's like like active. Like, yeah. Yes. Anyway, um so it, it, I'm in this spot where I, I finished this. Um I'm playing Ace Attorney 5 mm-hmm. right now very slowly. Um cuz that's like one I've had wanting to want to do Which forever. one's that? I don't know the uh, numbers of them. That is um Dual Destiny. Okay. The one that introduces Athena, the first 3DS. Oh, one. okay. Yeah, um, I've never played those ones. Cuz I had played them as they came out up through four mm-hmm. um the three but that was long yeah the, different. Like, the 3ds ones are where i, I stopped remember, yeah i remember working like working a the job after i flunked out of college and when i finished work i would just kind of sit because i had to wait for a ride mm-hmm. for an hour and i would just sit in the break room and play phoenix right one through three because they were coming out like as like i'd finish it that wait a couple months and they want to be out and i'd play through that and it was just a different time of my life for ingesting those things but i love them a lot so going back to that if i'm like if i can square this maybe i can just make this part of my life where i'm always kind of have one on the back burner mm-hmm. for visual novels that would be ideal kind of similar like i always have a book i'm working yeah. on like a manga or something um but we'll see. Uh, I'm I'm living the life of like four different visual novels on the back burner, and it's I can't because no. I got like anime to watch. Mm, I've got I, like I, manga yeah, books. I, I I've will, got a real video games. Yeah, to play. Hey, uh, hey, I I got. <laughs> I'm I'm, but uh, I I can't just go like a month like not like really interacting with like anything outside of a visual novel. I just mm-hmm. I, it's so easy to just read a book. Yeah. I mean, you got me like I want to watch. I want to read that uh that book. The the thing you're into, the girls. Oh, the other, other side the picnic. Other side. Yeah. Yes, I really want to read. Hell that. yes. It seems cool. It's cool because I really like roadside picnic. I really like stalker. It seems sweet. It, uh, the book seemed like the best way to yeah. approach that thing. Uh, there's two um, omnibuses out. The third one's coming out pretty soon. Uh, once the okay. like around the same time the n- new book's getting translated. But uh, there it's good. Uh, I th- I think there is like some stalker and like roadside picnic like source there but it feels like it pretty quickly like becomes its own thing like yeah yeah, yeah. no but it does seem interesting mm-hmm. from what you've been sharing. i like it um, a lot yeah, yeah. <laughs> part of the reason i picked fate to finally play um you're really into boogie pop <laughs> <sighs> yeah and, um i read the first boogie pop book and just hated you were unimpressed it. <laughs> i was unimpressed i was deeply unimpressed um and so I felt I felt bad. I was like, well, I should I should pick another thing Kim likes. And just it would have been really and... funny if you just hated fate too. <laughs> well, if I the thing is, I originally was playing it, and I'm like, okay, uh, I'm not going to tell anyone I'm doing this early. I'm just going to do it. And then I once I was like, okay, I'm starting to really enjoy myself. I told you, mm-hmm. and then. I eventually just started talking about once I knew I was fully going to, because I don't like to like announce, yeah, yeah. you know, because I do this thing, if I say I'm going to do a thing, people are really excited yeah. to see what I say on the other I end. So you. there's like a lot of pressure to keep doing mm. stuff once I start. Um, 
And so I try not to just like say, hey, it's time to play Fate Stay Night. And then if I bounce in a week, everyone's like, oh, but you were doing it. <laughs> um, but um, I'll eventually watch the Boogie Pop anime because you say it's. Yeah, Boogie Pop Phantom. Film, so. It's good as hell. Yeah. Um, it's it's like it's like, like it's like better Serial Experiments Lane. OK, that's that seems impossible because Serial Experiments Lane is one of my favorite anime. I mean, it's it's but, pretty good. Um. Yeah, so I, I don't know the answer. Mm-hmm. The answer is I will keep I will keep you uh, abreast of the situation <laughs> through abnormal mappings and VoIP lives if I keep playing visual novels. Or not. Yeah. I'd like to, but also, <laughs> thank God uh, we have a Discord where people just talk about visual novels because I'm like trying to like look for recommendations mm-hmm. on YouTube. No, and it's just Hell. the worst. No, experience no, you gotta you gotta have oh, people you trust. I, I played Planetarian. Um, no. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, briefly, which is the or, like it's like the key visual novel that's like about this the end of the world where like a soldier goes in this ruined planetarium yeah. where this robot girl has been and it, it's like yeah, six yeah, hours yeah. and it's there's no choice it was good i was like man right stories because like the first visual novel i ever played that wasn't like phoenix Wright uh was uh uh oh. narcissus which we covered oh yeah narcissus back i remember that yeah it's so like just tragic tiny stories is yeah. like what visual novels are to me yeah in my heart Big fan. so these like sprawling 60 hour yeah. sci-fi monoliths are so weird to this, me this is also like this is another reason i've like come on so strongly to like higginbana because like it is just like umaneko but it seems like like it is like two chapters instead of eight and they also like mm-hmm. i finished like the first night in like i don't know like maybe like four hours and it's like okay this this is gonna be over like real fast like this has this I could, I could like knock this out in a couple of weeks and like just like if i'm not really like going at it <laughs> i was gonna say i could knock a lot of things out in no a no, no but just really like just like only day. like an hour at a time or something just like really just like yeah not really committing any time or like a lot of effort at all and like it's it's still like really good i like i don't it is just a very small thing when i have just been reading these like massive sprawling stories like visual novels recently like like oh i'm like uh, Mahatsukai is really good and Umaneko is really good, but like, God, they're so long and like oppressive. Yeah. Um, Hilver writes in, were you inspired to read up on any of the less well-known mythological historical characters? Um, I, um, I want to read about Alexander after. <laughs> Cause he's my new favorite. But um, the, the interesting thing is I had chosen to pl- to watch Excalibur for. Yes, I did. Uh, I Grading, did movie see podcast. that um before i'd gotten into this and then i got into this and then we were, I re- we just recorded the reptile screenings today uh, i was gonna ask this, you a so, question um i um am just in a arthur hole and i'm like oh what if i go back to uh lamort <laughs> arthur and like because re- like mm-hmm. a lot of the arthurian like big ones yeah. i've like touched mm-hmm. a little bit just because i used to be like a historical literature yeah. major in another life I, I, yeah the the same hat i've also just like read a bunch of that stuff unrelated to fate so part of fate is like the joy of seeing these weird anime takes on characters I'm already relatively mm-hmm. familiar with, like coming across Gilgamesh and being like, this is not what I conceive no. of as the character of Gilgamesh, no. but like, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. He's like a real bastard. Uh, it's really funny. <sighs> um, yeah. Um, so I would say like not necessarily, but like mm-hmm. I'm not opposed to it. It's it's interesting. The little like encyclopedia you get of all the characters like stories is yeah. very silly to me. <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, Lauren writes in, what'd you think about the high school bits? Do you have any favorite school side characters? Bonus question. What's the best Rin moment? Uh, what, what, what do you have a school? I know you like, you didn't like Issei at all. Right. Uh, or, um, I thought, I just thought he was evil. I was like, oh, this kid's going to be uh-huh. evil. And he turned up not to be evil. It was re- really weird. I think like the archery stuff is like, 
weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's like a whole bit where like you go to archery class and you meet like a bunch of characters who don't matter. No. And you go to like Ren like, goes like Ren's like, oh, this is my rival. And it's like yes. she doesn't show up again except to like get her blood sucked at some point. Yeah, it's like, what, what is happening? <laughs> I was very confused because I was like, oh, I got to remember these girls. And then they literally never no. appear again. Just fall out of the just plot. Just done. Yeah. I have, it's just weird. Uh, best Rin moment. There's so many good Rin moments. It's, the it's true. She's the bit. <laughs> I think it's the bit. Uh, I think it's the beginning of Unlimited Blade Works where Shiro just sees her standing on top of the tallest building yeah, in town. Yeah. Like, what's she doing up there? That's sick. I love that. Um, and she and, the and then it cuts where, to her and she's like, wait, there's no way someone could have like actually seen me up here, right? Yes. Um there's a bit um where you go onto the roof of the school and she's there and you like appease her with a like a drink mm-hmm. and she's like, All right, I'm not gonna fight you right now because you gave me food. Yeah. I love anytime yeah. she's just being extremely bratty yeah, to yeah, Shiro. It's really pleasant. Uh, uh school side characters. I like uh Himuro, the gray haired girl with glasses. She's nice. Oh yeah, okay. Uh she she do those characters show up in more side uh, stuff? they are they have like a whole spin-off thing in Hollow Ataraxia where they just like where it is just these school oh, okay. characters like fucking around and like investigating like okay. the fact that Chiro's got like a harem. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm probably gonna really like Hollow Ataraxia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, best Rin moment. Uh, it's really tough. She just rocks, but uh, the part where she, where the, the one where she f- fist fights Caster so is incredible. Strong. Yeah, uh, her sword fight with Sakura at the very end that, also incredible. Okay, that's probably what I was gonna go for because like, there's like this high effort, like super wizard, like they, they it takes so much effort. It nearly like kills Shiro to like make this like incredibly powerful sword that can draw like infinite magical energy from other realities. And yes, the AU sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Rin just basically like uses it to like, like stave off Sakura for a bit, and then she just throws it and like yeah. wastes it, like it just like explodes like uselessly. Yeah, and it's so and it's so good, and uh, it like it comes up again at the ending that like she's like, oh, I got in like so much trouble because they're like, oh my god, we've been trying to like make a magic weapon like that for so long, and like we would have like looked all like your all of your like crimes we would we'd have we would have like looked away like all the fucked up magic stuff that happened if you had that but you just like broke it so now we're like we're like coming down on you and she's <laughs> and she's got to deal with that and it's very funny just like yes. oh she just made this like ultimate wizard thing and then she could just just toss it to save her sister and by deal with it, I you know it just is like she's too precocious to be stopped yeah. you just can't no. you can't stop Rin. <laughs> it's too it's powerful it's so good just gonna steam through everything and and then yeah. like a really important um, like immortal like sorcerer comes down and he's really important if you read Tsukuhime and if not well <laughs> whatever okay, yeah, sure um Lauren also asks what servant who isn't Saber Archie most interested in seeing more of my answer is Ryder but I know I get I've seen a screenshot of a volleyball game in one of the weird yeah. anime, so I'm excited for that uh Someone posted it and is like, oh, yeah, Ryder's really tall. I'd make a really good at volleyball. And I was like, oh, that's mm-hmm. cute. Uh, honestly, uh, Sasaki really, like, doesn't get much. I, I kind of wish he would show up more. Okay. I, I, I um, would like to see him more. But, yeah. Okay. Uh, Ina writes in. Um, Ina <laughs> Ina's also on the quest of uh, you got uh, her into fate oh, no. and is working what, for it. What a... Tragic, tragic, yeah. 
it's it's good i love getting people into fate um it's very funny because a bunch of people have gotten into fate and then i just like z came in here made like a fickle decision to play fate and then blew through fate as everyone yeah. else is still like it's away. so <laughs> funny like you know like you know like took a break like right before stuff in heaven's feel like popped off really and it's so funny mm. Like, like, literally, like, um, minutes before Shiro was like, I have to give up my ideals and save Sakura. Like, that's when Ida, like, took a big break. Oh, uh, incredible. Um, Ina's questions. Konamini has got that Mapo Tofu. What signature dishes do you assign to other characters? This one's... I, I want to hear your answers. Oh. Um, Saber doesn't really have a signature dish, that's does the she? Thing. She doesn't really cook. No. Yeah. I feel like Saber is going to get way into barbecuing in like yeah. a real way. Like just, it's like, damn, no one should care this much about pro propane. <laughs> um, She's like, Saber, can you manufacture a grill? And he's like, I guess, but I yeah. made you, I made you one like yesterday. And she's like, I want a better one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> God, <laughs> love it. Um, uh, damn. What is Ryder into? Ryder is probably just like out here, like eating cakes, like going to those really mm -hmm. fancy like cake shops, cafes. Yeah, yeah, you get the yeah. yeah, very beautiful Instagram ready cakes mm -hmm. and having a great time. God, just like reading a book for like hours. Yeah, yeah. She's at the Sanrio pop up getting the the Hello yeah, Kitty exactly. cake. Pingo. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> incredible. Um, and then why is it called Fate Stay Night? I'm not looking for a real answer, but if you know the real answer, hey, uh, I have no fucking idea. Well. Is there an answer? I don't actually know. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. Okay. I really thought I had an answer. I was like, <laughs> why? Why is anime called anything? I don't know. Um, it doesn't suggest that there's an answer. Oh, I don't know. Uh, okay. Uh, it sounds cool and magical, according to Nasu. Okay. I mean, I guess sure. I well, and I I've got to be honest. Uh, at multiple times, Shiro does ask either Rin or Sakura to stay at his house for the night. For the night, mm -hmm. it's it, it seems like it seems like it's mostly just a nonsense name. Yes, um, Red writes in. Uh, if Sasaki Gojiro within the canon of fate is a work of fiction that can be summoned, do you think you could summon Batman? And if so, who in history, if you can summon real guy to be the Batman class, who would it be? This is this is hard. But also really funny. I mean, you definitely, you definitely can summon Batman. I think that's clear to me. I think you can. You can I think summon you could Batman. summon Shiro's dad as Batman. Oh shit, that's fucked up. I don't want him. <laughs> that's like the worst. <laughs> he sucks. He sucks. He's so. He sucks. Oh, he sucks so much. He sucks so much. <laughs> but he did. He's like immediately like the level of competency and like preparation that I kind of expect from Batman. Except he will shoot people. Like that's his thing. He shoots people. Okay. Yeah. No. You know what? You're not wrong. Mm -hmm. I. The thing is, um, <laughs> his whole thing of you know what the word you know what Maguses are not Wizard good at guns. Wizards don't you know what know they don't do understand bullets. being shot with a sniper it's rifle so good. is the it's the sickest shit in the world. I it's love it so good. <laughs> Because it, it feels like a, like a reaction to, like, Harry Potter, though. It's like, <laughs> you get, you get like, the Weasleys. Like, you, you know, like, mm -hmm. Arthur Weasley's like, oh, I really like all these fucking contraptions of the muggle world. And most Wizards are like, what's a telephone? I've never heard mm -hmm. of such a thing. And Genarobochi puts the, the sniper rifle on the table and goes, this is how you kill a wizard. <laughs> this fucking thing. Because they don't know what it is. And they don't know how to deal with it's it. It's so good. It's so smart. <laughs> it's so big breaking. <laughs> I love it. 
It's like, oh, the, the one like page you posted that was like, oh, they're they're using like magic to try and seek me out. But I, I've got I've just got like just an infrared scope so they can't actually detect me using magic at all. Because like I don't I don't yes. use magic. I don't need to use magic. He's learned how to read when a magic seals, a magic circuits being used because the heat it gives it's off. It's so good. It's just like this very like technical like solution to this like magic stuff that never matters in, to anyone else. And it's so good. Yes. Yeah, it's fucking sick. Um, and uh, that's it. We got one email um, from Catherine that was just like opinions on the roots. Mm. That was very thoughtful, but it was very long. Yeah, and mostly I, I've read stuff we've too. covered. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so thank you for writing that in. Um, I have said in the Discord multiple times that uh, Unloaded Blade Works is uh, fate for Naruto fans mm. in like the most derogatory uh-huh. way. As someone who likes Naruto, I'm just being mean when I say yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is pretty strong pretty easily like my least favorite route like just like mm-hmm. i don't know i care about archer the least i care uh i don't know there's just less like interesting stuff going on uh yeah there's like too many fights i think there's it, too many yeah fights. that also like it, it is so full of fights that's that's definitely why i got like the longer anime adaptation just so they could yeah. really animate them all but uh yeah unlimited blade works really is just like emptier to me mm-hmm um i mean it's necessary like you know it, it gives you a it lot is, to like it is an important of. piece all you could not yeah. like that's that's the thing like a lot of like the big complaints are just like heaven's feel is just like the main game like that is that is like the that is like where so much of like the, the core of it is like it, it feels like really obvious just like in yeah. all the scenes and stuff but also you could not get there without like fate and unlimited blade works and it's like ah oh, man the other thing um and this, I don't know, maybe I'm projecting. I did, I'm, I'm inventing a guy to talk okay. about here, and I understand that, but I'm going to talk about it, is so much of Unlimited uh, Blade Works, and maybe Fate in general, is operating in a space where, like, you get historical figures in, like, a death game, and it's cool to see them fight mm-hmm. or whatever, and there's, like, 8,000 shows and books and everything about yep. this same, same concept. Um, but Unlimited Blade Works is, I don't think it's, like, a perfect version, but it is trying to talk about the idea that, like, the the point of view character cannot be the guy who saves everyone. And it's bad to think that that's a good thing mm-hmm. to want and like strive yeah. for. And more shonen stories could fucking stand <laughs> to think about that a little bit. Yeah. Definitely. And I don't think I don't think Nasu does like a, a brilliant job mm-hmm. with that idea. Um, but just like introducing like said, the I, I concept like, is Yeah, just introducing concept and like being willing to explore it. Uh, and it operating in the story where like Heaven's Field and goes and like talks about this better, yeah. I think, generally. Mm-hmm. Um is like if, if unlimited blade works was the end of fate fate would be a bad game I yeah think, generally yeah <laughs> but it instead it, it has a whole other thing where like there's a real concrete conflict that puts shiro in a crisis of can he be the ideal or not and he chooses not to and it's considered like the good yeah. compassionate thing to do because no one should want to be this kind of no one should want to be an anime protagonist it's a miserable thing mm-hmm. to be. <laughs> he's like um, i'm just going to live in my house with sakura and yeah. we're gonna cook every day and it's gonna be great yeah yeah and some days will be really bad and some days will be fine. And that's just what life mm-hmm. is, it's, you know? Um, some days Rin is here and I don't know how to feel about that, but she's, she's got a cool, cool bolo tie. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I, um, it, like, like I said, I think, I think like fate being like, you just, I don't know who the audience for these sorts of stories are. Like fate's really popular. It hits a lot of different people at this mm-hmm. point. So like me being jaded about like, I love some of the great works. I'm like, yeah, I've seen Shonen things fail to do this thing like 800 times already. Um, you know, I've, I've watched ping pong, which I think handles this idea better in like its own very limited framework. And, um, 
that's because I'm like a jaded anime critic mm-hmm. on some yeah, level, yeah, right? Yeah. Like it's unfair to bring this to like people watch people get into fate as like their one like their thing. Yeah, it, like, like the, unlimited blade works is just on Netflix. Like that is like one of the first yeah. things you see if you click anime. Yeah. Um, so, uh, that is just me being like in too deep, maybe mm-hmm. on some level. I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt because, like, most people I've talked to, uh, about fate since playing it, uh, generally are more thoughtful about, like, it than fate is. And I think that's yeah. like a good <laughs> sign when you can just play a work. And I've never met anyone who's like, uh, so far, he's like, Unlimited Blade Works is the best, and Shiro's just a cool guy. <laughs> and it's like, I'm sure those people exist in the world, but I think fate does a lot of work to show you that's not the right yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, in the in the story, I don't know about the anime. Maybe the anime is more that because anime is mm-hmm. like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how do you get? How do you make sure a guy who has to like be in scenes and not be the worst <laughs> thing in the world? <laughs> uh, put Rin in there more is the unlimited yeah. Blade anime answer. Okay, good. good, good. I, um, anyway, I, I do think the probably the smartest like unlimited Blade Works like adaptation choice is just like the the like saber and uh shiro date and unlimited blade works uh where rin's also there is just like mm-hmm. given so much time and detail and love and it's like yes oh good yes because that, that's like yeah that's like the highlight of unlimited blade yeah works to me. rin's rin's just on a date with saber and shiro having a great time go batting cages saber's awful because she just like tries to do like sword swings yes yes it's, it's good magic um <laughs> And that's it for questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, if you want to send questions about anything in the future, uh, I mean, I'll take some fake questions for the next episode, but like, <laughs> you know, Kim's not going to be yeah. here. So they're just for me. Um, Admiral Mapping Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, this is kind of a special episode. We'll be back at the end of the month for, to talk about Sonic Chaos and Tales Adventure for the Game Gear, as we had originally said. Um, but, you know, I figured uh, sometimes if the right thing comes, maybe we'll do other experiments like this. It was good um kim where can people find you if you want to be found i don't know if you want to be found ah you know what oftentimes i don't but for the (laughs) moment you can find me at kim underscore pining on twitter.com where i'm mostly just posting about other side picnic these days but also fate and boogie pop sometimes yeah Um, that's about it okay uh you can find me on twitter at em underscore bing you can find all the podcasts here at abnormalmapping.com including uh uh, fate moon archive which you should listen to because uh they're definitely smarter about this shit than i am (laughs) uh, because i just blundered into this game and you know yeah blaze through what we get yeah um but uh if you'd like to support the podcast you can go to patreon.com slash normal mapping where um that's probably be be where i talk about fate zero when i finish it next week because uh ggp collects a lot of anime and manga stuff and that's mostly what i have left uh for fate other than hollow ataraxia so once you finish fate zero like the gates are like open for you like you can go anywhere yeah Next thing I'm going to do is Hollow Dark yeah. but after that, the gates are open. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I do want to see what the canonical ending of Fate is before I get into all the yeah. side shit, so um, that'll be fun. Um, and like I said, we'll be back in two weeks with uh, Abnormal Mapping Proper. Thanks, Kim, for coming through. It, it was a lot of fun. It, it is just, yeah. I like to talk about Fate, and you're just, like, fun to talk about stuff with. Like, that's just how it goes. Oh, thank you. Um, all right. That's it. I don't have an outro. I'm like, damn, I don't know what to do. Normally, I just let Jackson say uh, something. So, the, uh, take us out, Cam. Uh, what's the fucking, what's the final line in Fate? It's like the, the spring song or something. Oh, it, I, you know what? I don't remember. It's so- I always remember the bit from the other ones where it's like, now I'm running up the hill to the bright blue sky. And I'm like, oh, every every visual novel ends like this. Stop no, it. No, uh, we're, we're ending. We're going to watch the cherry blossoms fall and have a lovely picnic or whatever. Bye-bye. Yeah. 
し続ける虚しさが風のように時は